Hello, ladies. Yeah. Welcome to 107.5. Perfect. Fx7. Fx7. But no, honestly, man, Mike. Talk to me, baby. Thank you. Thank you for having us here. Like, I feel like the whole team was shocked when they walked in here. They're like, they're they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Look at this. Yeah, look at these lights. Do they like this? Looks sick. Welcome to Accelerate Headquarters. Accelerate. Accelerate Headquarters. Yeah. I guess trying to get all the subs we can get. I guess let's start there. What 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 is eight eight? Um, so it was supposed to be a supercar dealership. That was my plan. So I used to work in the car business. I sold cars for like 16 years and I had this great idea that London did not have any supercar dealerships. So I was going to basically get a whole bunch of supercars, grab all the money I could get and build and buy a whole bunch of Lambos. This was like three and a half years ago. Yeah. Um, and then what happened was I realized I have to deal with people and I was like, yo, fuck that. Can I swear on this shit? Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No Do whatever worry. you want. I can relax. <laughs> <laughs> I cuss all the time. Um, but yeah, I just realized I could do with people and I was like, man, I don't want to deal with anybody whatsoever. What I want to do is just do shit on the internet. And that's because we're all like, man, the customers are all over the world, not just your little ass hometown with, a, with like a storefront commercial shop trying to sell something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but what actually happened, the real story of why like the YouTube channel started was because so I used to sell a bunch of Audis, and Q5 is the most popular Audi. Everybody knows what Q5 is? Yeah, yeah. Straightforward yeah. SUV. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. so I used to sell cars to customers. They used to be like, yo, all management was like, look, you got to go over the car very, very in-depth. And I was like, okay, but I sold 14 last month, and I'm about to sell 15 this month based on all the stuff that was yeah. happening. So imagine doing like 15 to 20 deliveries per month of just a Q5 and going over the same shit over and over and over. Repetitive. Like, man, how repetitive, boring, life sucks. You don't yeah. do that shit. So then I, what I did was I just basically just got a bunch of You became of an expert. You became an expert. Yeah, because, but I, I did a walk around of the car and I threw it on YouTube. So now I would just send that link to the customer that's buying the car. They watched it at home oh. in, front of their, you know, in front of their kids because they're like, look, we bought a new car. But instead of going to the dealership because the kids can always make it, they were like, yo, this is sick. And they did watch me do the walk around. So then when they showed up, guess how long the delivery took? 10 minutes at the most instead of like one and a half hour. Yeah. So all the bosses were like, yo, this is not right. He's not spending time with the customers. Our, you know, our CSI, which is like customer service bullshit. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not going to be high with him, blah, blah, blah. But it didn't matter. I was still the highest because it's personable, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're doing something different. And obviously, the so you were the changing. only one who was showing YouTube content. Exactly. Like, exactly. Exactly. Did anyone okay. try to bite that style or like try to adapt to it? Or were um, they really rebellious? Well, I mean, like, man, certain businesses are old dogs, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So they just run a certain way. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's just they've made money. They've it, It's work. Why should they try new things? And mm. people are generally lazy. Once they get a routine, they're lazy. They don't change. So, so what happened with that was um, so I posted a bunch of stuff that was more specific to the, the Q5s or just the customers. But for me, it was like, hey, let's take this brand new Audi A6 and let's do a walk around video. So I put on the internet, actually did pretty well. So I shot like eight videos by myself, uh, just me, my camera, tripod, whatever. Shot it and then it went up and it did like okay. So some of the stuff got between like 1,000 and 4,000 views. Again, we're talking cars, right? So yeah, cars, yeah, yeah. cars, that's, cars okay, that's still like, good though. That, yeah, it is good. Yeah, it was decent. Yeah, yeah. It was decent. And then, but I looked at the impression. So how many times somebody saw your stuff on the right side but didn't necessarily mm. click it, okay? Yeah. So I had the channel, I, it wasn't even really a channel, it was just a thing I put up and didn't really care about. Like a but hobby? Like a kind of a hobby, but also man, like, look, as humans, we're not confident in the first thing we do. We do it, we touch it, we're not that good, right? Mm -hmm. But we do it for a long time, you get better, better, more confident, and then you feel like you're professional, you get people, hit you on the pad, they patch you on the back, say you're great, whatever. But Audi launched the new A6. It was like a big deal for Audi. Yeah. And then they were, so we went to this meeting and the bosses are like, Audi's spending huge money, you know, on like online marketing to market the new A6. And I'm like, okay, dope, dope. And they're like, you guys got to focus on the A6, call your customers, tell them the brand new A6 is here, all this BS, basically. Yeah. And look at the metrics on how much big money Audi is spending, and I had 6 million impressions. Jeez. And I'm like, wow, that's a big number. Until I went to my channel, and I realized I got 1 million impressions. And I'm like, dude, I have 8 videos talking about Audis, 
and some of those walk around things I was talking about. Yeah. And I had 1 million impressions. And here Audi's doing this big powwow where we're sitting <laughs> in like a $12 million building talking about 6 million impressions. Yeah. Can I tell you how many impressions I get today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. We won't talk too deep into metrics just yet. No, but, 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 but I just YouTube want... We want numbers though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I will get into it. Okay, so let's... Like we can we can like home run this thing like right off the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like yeah. even too, it's like for us because we're kind of YouTubers at this point, right? Obviously, 100%. like our show goes on YouTube so now our analytics come off that. So like... 100%. Us, let's, see, let's see what the pros have to say. Okay, yeah, so exactly. I will, I will yeah. tell you that... I will the tell real you that, numbers. I will tell you that on my, on my phone, analytics doesn't even show because the number is honestly just too big. I would probably say if I had to go on a computer and look, it'd probably be close to like 40 million. 40 right per million. month, per month, yeah. Per month. per month. 40 million per month watching your YouTube. Yeah, well, you got like, no, 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 no. That's impressions. impressions. Basically, somebody sees your stuff on the right yeah. side but doesn't click it, mm. okay? Then there's views. So this, so in the last, the way I look to, like to look at it is not always on a monthly basis because you can have something that pops up but nobody really is interested in it. They just, like the YouTube algorithm hits it up and then it's like, it goes away and never comes back. Yeah. So the way our channel is designed, by the way, the channel <clears throat> is me and my partner, Ian. So he does all the filming. He, does, he makes me look really, really sexy. And me, I just study, <laughs> I get the cars. And then we put the cars, he, you know, I put the cars out there, I study, I do the f craziness around the car, and then he takes me, makes me look really sexy, like Brandon does, or is going to do. <laughs> <laughs> right, you yeah. know? Um, anyways, he does that, makes it look really cool, and then, yeah, we just post, we post like almost twice a week now. So yeah, so it's doing really well, so I'll give you an example. So I try to look at stuff on an hourly basis, because if I look stuff on a monthly basis, it's all good, but then I have to wonder what people are really watching, like, and where are they watching from? I could have like, so right now we're getting one, about 1.3 million views a month, okay, in total the channel. And I can tell you that if, if there's a million views from India, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But if it's a million views from the U.S., which is what it is, that's dope. So that's what we're getting. So for me, I'd rather have 1 million views from the U.S. than a million views from India. Yeah. So when people are like, oh, yeah, I get like 10 million views a month. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you do? They're like, oh, I make cartoon characters. And they post on the internet. And you look at their stuff, it's all from India. And nothing wrong with India. Is that because the market is closer and you can actually access it? Uh, because sometimes it's sometimes I won't say it's bot driven, but sometimes the, YouTube will just pull that data and realize, hey man, that's just doesn't do well in the U.S. We're gonna put it to India. And then mm. as as a as a creator here, you're like, oh, this is amazing. Look, I'm getting I'm getting a, mo a month or a day or whatever. But I'll show you. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna t tell you here. Do you what think it's this a shaft though? In the way where they send you, you totally to India. Get India makes no money. That's right. The exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah, like yeah. you can't actually transfer no. like I guess your content to like no. revenue. Is the best no, way point, to look at point. it, right? Yeah. It's like TikTok, to be honest. I mean, guys don't a lot of guys don't make a lot of money on TikTok. Especially in Canada. They, for sure. I mean, you can't you can't make a, like money to live by running TikTok and then running even if it doesn't matter how much you get, man. If you get like even you get four million views on one video and then like a hundred, hundred and then two million, you're not making a living. You cannot afford shit. Have you gone mm. to the grocery store lately? You can't afford it's shit. Horrible, bro. Yeah, exactly, horrible. exactly, exactly. Yeah, we'll yeah. get there, we'll get there. Yeah. But so I'll tell <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what I had. So I just look at so I don't know for those that don't have it, you have to just get basically the YouTube app on your, yeah, the yeah. YouTube studio on your phone. It's the sickest thing ever because all your metrics are here. But yesterday at 10 p.m. was where we peaked because every 48 hours you peak, right? So we got in one hour, and so 60 minutes yesterday, um, I got 3,729 views. So in one yeah. hour, 3,700 views is, for me, it's crazy. Like it's cra 10 o'clock last night. It's wild. On a, today's Wednesday, right? Wednesday? Yeah, yeah. Wednesday, yeah. Kind of odd day too. Yeah. It, so it was Tuesday. So Tuesday night, 10 p.m., 3,200 views, 30 whatever. So, so whatever wait, how long have you been running this channel for? Um, so the channel originally started in 2018. It was called Audi Sport Mike because uh, I did Audis. Remember at the time? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then 2020 is when I met Ian, and then we collabed basically together. And then yeah, so June 2020 is I think where we launched our first real video in the studio. I think it was like maybe 20 yeah, end of 2020. 2020. So it's been yeah almost three years. If I'm not mistaken. How wow. many? Uh, Two and a half, three years. Yeah. How many subscribers did you guys carry over? Everyone for the most part? Or? Yeah, well, I to when I when I had the channel, I had like nothing, dude. I had like I was monetized, but it was very poor. I think I had maybe like. 
3,000, two, 3,000. And then, yeah, two, 3,000. And then Ian jumped on board. And then, yeah, I mean, dude, you put good, good quality content It's all about there. the content eh? with that YouTube stuff. And that it's all about like the, yeah. the picture, the, yeah, the video. I, I think it always evolves, right? So like, yeah. so like if you asked me three years ago, I would have told you like, yeah, whatever you did, as long as you did something works, right? So people are like, doesn't like, so the narrative, the narrative every day changes depends on who you watch on your phone, right? Because we're all nice. getting information from our phone. So if I'm, here's an example. So three years ago, I could bring the narrative up and I'd be like, hey man, you just have to post something. It doesn't matter what the fuck it is. You can post anything, dude. It doesn't matter. You can post like a BMW 323i. Like nobody gives a shit about a base BMW and put a hot chick in front of it and you would do well. It didn't <laughs> matter. It didn't matter. Talk about specs. It doesn't matter. You do that today. It's not going to be that good anymore, right? Because that's just died off. So everything has a, has a hype and then like dies off. So you have to kind of watch it, right? So right now, obviously, it's like shorts, obviously TikTok, short, short form content, or like Mr. B stuff, really, really fast editing, quick, yeah. like on the move all the time. Um, so we mix, really mix it up and try to, to do that. Um, and also, as you, as you guys will grow, you'll realize your identity will change as you get more success, right? So your success in, like, say, talking to me and let's say talking to me, this channel, this hypothetically does really well. Yeah. So then you want people that are like me on your channel next. Yeah. Like entrepreneurs, grinders doing all that stuff, maybe yeah. less real estate related, right? As an example. Mm, yeah, yeah. And more like generally related, right? Yeah. So maybe that's what who you want. Or maybe this totally shits the bed and real estate's going to kill it. So you're going to know you have to adapt your channel for that. Yeah, yeah. You so tailor yourself to who's listening. Exactly, man. Yeah. You're all, but you don't even know who your listeners are because they're so new. Yeah. How do you know who's watching your stuff and who's not watching your stuff right now? Yeah. How, you don't know. How do you retain like your audience in aspect of like, do you talk to your audience or um, are so you the, the one of those people that just operate? Like I put out content, whatever goes out is there. Yeah. I, I think that, I think the information is very scattered and nobody on the planet knows how new YouTube works. There's a few ways you can do it. I mean, like you have to niche hard for starters. I'm definitely yeah. not like my Instagram is not niched whatsoever. I do a million things and I show that I do a million things. It's not niched whatsoever, but car channel, obviously it's niched. We do cars mm -hmm. and we do new cars. That's the whole key. So for folks only on new cars, then you get the newer the car you get, the better your channel does. You do old cars. Well, nobody's that excited no, unless okay. you have a huge following, you know, yeah. um, but there's this real, there's this real like disconnect between people's, mindset on what subscribers are supposed to be and what viewers are supposed to be. Everybody, everybody always asks me like, how many subscribers do you have? So I think like we're like 170, if I tell you right now, we're 177, three, 177, three, just three, under six. 180. Just, so just under 180,000 subs. So that's important to people that want to hear it or people that want an ego bump or people that want dopamine to get that hit, right? Be like, like how many subs do you have? And like 180,000. They're like, oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, it's like music to my ears. I'm like, shit, I'm the fucking man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like oh, when yeah. I hear so that, it's like, the aim for it. yeah, yeah. And that's what people want to aspire to, right? But for me, it's not even about that. It's about views. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, it's your eyeballs is what I'm trying to get, right? Because subscribers don't always watch your shit. They just press the button, but they're not always sitting there to do it. And also the, the industry's changed today where back in the day, it, they were on a computer or a phone and they'd press subscribe. Now they're on a phone, but they're also on an Android TV that they don't have the option to press subscribe mm -hmm. because they're not always logged in or they're mm -hmm. just watching it quick. So that's a problem for us YouTubers. We can't just jump on and be like, hey, everybody that watches this is subscribed. Like if I tell you the metrics of, and I bitch about this all so the time. So you're big on retention time at this point, right? Like that's uh, your big metric. That you, sounds yeah. like yes, that, like, yes. I right? got to keep you, I got to keep your eyes stuck. Yeah. To, yeah. So yeah. I mean, I'm, if you watch anybody on YouTube from a, from a, Car, car review parts perspective mm -hmm. there's probably i can't even think maybe there are one or two other guys maybe that are as like hyper and like jumping around and like super fast talking and yeah i love your videos as, they're as very the, energetic very energetic, energetic like, yeah so for me it's like energy them. man energy and passion even if i don't feel like it some days i'm like yo put that switch it. on baby and i'm like yeah. go time yeah. you know uh, and i'm a hyper person to begin with so it kind of helps but it's cool because i get comments and the comments are the best i'm like 
for me, the more negative comments I get, the better I honestly feel. So you read fear. your comments? You're one of those people? I read, I read pretty much most of my comments, yeah. Okay. Um, and because, because, you know, man, at the end of the day, it's like, you got to respect the people that are taking the time to watch you. Mm-hmm. And I respect the people that take the time to, to write, whether it be good or bad. So I get a lot of goods and it's like anything else in the world. You're only going to mm-hmm. actually remember people that say bad shit about you, right? So for me, I'm like, yo, the more bad shit I get, the better. Because bad shit just hypes more bad shit. And then the bad shit, it's not even bad shit, but I had some guy. Uh, send me a message yesterday or right on the channel yesterday. So it's still stuck on you. Um, no, but I, I, yes and no. So, I mean, like, this is, we're totally jumping off topic. You're ADHD, baby. But <laughs> I would say that like, people will always say like, you know, I'm going to live my life and not care what other people think. Well, that is humanly impossible. You have to care what other people think because one, you're human. And two, you have to figure out how you get better or how you get, you know, attention in your game. So I'm in the attention game. So as an attention game, of course I give a fuck what people think. If I don't care what they think, then I'll do whatever I want, but I still have to care about what they think because if they don't think about me anymore, that's a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to, you have, they have to care about you how you think, stay right? In your mind. Yeah. 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 You can't just let, you can't let it affect your day in terms of how you feel. Yeah. So if I feel super happy, I can't let that person's yeah. note or whatever affect me, right? Okay. But I laugh because it's just so funny how perspectives are so different with everybody. So I'll get a message that says, man, you, I love your energy. It's amazing. And then the next one's like, is this guy, is this guy like coked out? He's <laughs> jumping around like, he's like another, you know, Mike's, Mike, Mike's voice gets faster and faster on every video. So like that kind of shit. And I'm like, yo, yeah, this yeah. is dope, bro. Yeah, this yeah. is dope. Yeah. For me, I, I love it. I just, I love it because one, it's passion. Two, it's energy. Oh yeah. And three, man, it's like somebody took the time. So if you so, took the time, it's worth it for me to like respect back yeah. to you, right? So yo, how did you feel? Because like this for Coca and I, this is the yeah. first time we've ever seen that plaque, yeah. Yeah. a YouTube plaque. Mm. You know what I mean? And like, and how did you feel when you first received that? And can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah. So obviously, if you to get a plaque, you got a hundred thousand subscribers. Yeah, that's a big one, right? Now to get a hundred k is like is like one goal. And I'm jumping around here because this is very. I'm a very jump around kind of guy. Yeah. 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 I have to, I have to, I have to. But so the, the first one's 100K. So the next one's a million. So for me, it's 100K was kind of easy because I'm like, hey, 100K, we want to get there, but it's just a time game. The more time you put in, you know, if you. So if when I'm you get, got that, you were kind of like, oh, okay, silver medal, or like, what were you thinking? Um, well, when I. Well, obviously, like, my demographics, people watch my shit on a personal side, don't really care about YouTube. They don't really understand it. They mm-hmm. just care about real estate. They care about, like, grind and hustle and, like, how many businesses I got, you know, what's going to work, what's not going to work, advice, that kind of stuff. So YouTube is like a whole new world. YouTube is really only, I wouldn't say for kids, but it's really for anybody under 30 for the most part mm-hmm. that are really in tune with it, right? You know what yeah. I mean? That understand like, oh shit, you can actually pay. Because anybody I tell like over 40 that like last year I made like 100 and, or the channel made like 170 grand, they'll fucking fall off their chair. That's mm-hmm. a lot of money to make mm-hmm. off a channel. So there you go. There's a number. There's a number. There's a yeah. number. 170K. Yeah, 170K. Yeah, That's off YouTube. And it's a, it's a side game, right? It's a side two game. Year, two years you catch up. Yeah, <laughs> get it, get it, get it. <laughs> two more years. Yeah. Two more years. <laughs> but no, man, that's, so that's like one angle of like, hey, like, that's what I know that it's going to, what it's going to take to make. But when I got the 100 plaque, I was like, that's cool. But again, the reason why the plaque wasn't that important to me besides people coming and seeing it here mm-hmm. is that I don't get judged by subs. I get judged by views. So if you gave me a plaque to say, this fool just passed 50 million views, dope, or mm-hmm. 10 million views, right? So that's, that to me is like, is money. So I'll give you, I'm going to just give you a quick example of yeah, like yeah. views. Um, over the lifetime of the channel. So it's been three years now. Yeah, yeah let's see that. Uh, in the lifetime of the channel. And it is, um, sorry, this, sometimes this three app years work. over the lifetime. I'm also on a metric. Yeah, this is not, uh, not working. Compar- like, not to compare, but like, I think it's like, 20, like it was like almost 30 million views. In almost, lot. yeah. 30, 30, million. 30 million views. Man. Well, if you think we're like, right now, I'm like, if you, you can go to Social Blade, but yeah, so yeah. if you guys, so go Social Blade, type it in. If you looked at it, I looked at it like three days ago, it was 1.3 million. So 1.3 million per month times that by whatever, 12 months. That's, that's crazy. 14 what million you, times crazy. three years. What right? did so you 30. find was like the easiest content to make? 
So um, like even too, if it's just supercars or is it like, yeah, I, or I, just like talk, like what was your favorite part about making that content? Like, so if somebody new came up to me like, man, I want to be a YouTuber and I want to, you know, get rich or something. It's, it's so hard to explain. So I'm going to back up. If it's money related, I cannot answer that because again, I don't know. How wait, to wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. What, what was this for you? Was it money related? Like what made you start this passion towards mm -hmm. like, yo, let's just crush everything. Well, man, it's like, it's the same thing as like these masterminds I put on, right? Like I have all this data in my brain about cars. So I'm like, what? I don't want to die with this data. Mm. Why mm -hmm. die with this data? I'm like, yo, I want to put this data out to people that actually listen to me at this point in time based on what I look like. The problem is, is that, so I coach some, I coach some guys and I'm like, look, man, if you want to close a deal, are you the right face to get the money? Are you the guy, you're trying to buy this $12 million building. Are you the guy that that, that seller wants to see? No, you're not. Brandon is, he's white. I ain't gonna lie, right? Mm -hmm. White Brandon will work yeah. totally fine with this seller than you. Yeah. So that's the same thing, right? Yeah. So for me, it's like this face with this information in my brain only works as long as I look this young. If I get mm -hmm. older and I'm talking on YouTube about cars, who the fuck is gonna wanna listen to me? Mm -hmm. Nobody. So this face has to come out at the right time, right? So timing is very important. So that was one. So that's so that these masterminds now, I'm like, I got all these years of real estate experience. So I'm like, I put these things on and coach young cats to actually, you know, if they want to buy real estate, maybe follow this path, you know? Now it's, I'm just so far past that. There are guys, you know, coming up in the game or like almost up in the game or in the game, depending on, you know, where people's perception is. Because yeah, again, yeah. like people are like, yo, I'm a millionaire. Like, okay, what does that even mean? Fuck, mm -hmm. what does that mean? I don't know what the fuck that means. Yeah. Does it mean you have a million of dollars in the bank? Does yeah. it mean you're worth a million dollars because you have a million dollar house? Or does that mean like you have 50 million in the bank, but you have 49 million in liabilities? What does that even mean? Got a question on that. Do you think being a millionaire is very thrown around now? Like before back in the day, it's like mm. if you're a millionaire, like it took work, it took effort, it took years. Now, yeah, it's I mean, like it's, it's very. It could happen overnight. It's right? super fucking cringe, actually. To be honest, it's cringe as fuck. Well, Anybody tells me they're a millionaire, I'm like, I'm like it's disgusting. It makes me want to throw up in my mouth. I, I just, I don't even want to have a conversation with you. Okay. If somebody says like I'm a millionaire, or, or like people that start off the channel and be like, you know, here's you know, here's five top, you know, five, and I get it, so cliche, and I know that like, for me, it's like selling your soul for money. It's just selling your soul for subscribers, selling your soul for people's eyeballs. So for me, it's like the car stuff. I don't do it that way. But if I was gonna start a podcast, and I'm like, welcome to Mike's finance channel. Five things you need to know about money from a millionaire. Mm -hmm. Like, holy fuck, how fucking nasty is that to hear yeah. from an authentic person, right? Like, wh who wants to hear that shit? And if, you d if that person on the other side wants to hear that shit, I don't even want to talk to you. Because I'll never want to be associated with the kind of person that thinks a certain way. Now, I know that's probably very harsh to hear. But the reality is, is, is if that's what's going to draw you to watching somebody that says they're a millionaire or like here's, I know the five top things are important to hear for mm -hmm. sure, but is it from the person that you want to hear it from? Because your mind is completely open to listen to that shit. So it's very important that you actually monitor what you watch, who you believe, and like how you also present yourself, right? As me as a presenter, I have to give a fuck about that, right? So it's very important, that's what I believe. And so yeah, just taking all the shit out of my brain, throwing it out there. Um, so now like, so the last mastermind I did with, I had like whatever, 45 guys in this room, and I told, and I said, like I said, man, I'm, I'm going to just pass the torch to guys that are more experienced in the space today than me. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever the numbers of real estate doors and all that stuff and where I was and all that stuff is amazing. But I think today I'm not the right guy. I'm just not the right guy anymore. I'm not going to sit there and babysit you to go buy your first triplex, duplex, duplex or 12 unit building. I'm just not that guy. It's, I haven't done it in five years, six years. So what makes you rally up uh, a bunch of like like like-minded individuals because i see your events yeah. and those look like the fucking events to be like in yeah. if you're in london if you're an entrepreneur if you really yeah, want to hustle sure. and you're not you're not faking that shit and you're really trying to get in it 
those are the events that look like they're the ones you have to be yeah, in. Sure, man, for sure. What made you rally? Yeah, two weeks ago. What what made you rally up so many people? Um, a lot, well, a lot of reasons, man. I think that, I think there's, the world's changed so much from like, so over the last, cause I started three years ago. So I'll just dive, we can dive into that for a minute. Yeah. So the first one started just like, like all this data in my brain, like before I first, so five years ago, five and a half years ago, I had 144 apartments, which is a lot of apartments. 144 yeah. apartments. Where? Yeah, in London? Oh yeah, all in London. Everything Jeez. in London. Yeah. Yeah, apartment, awesome. bu- apartment buildings, dri- duplex, triplexes. So you were paying him you know, rent. And, and, and a bit <laughs> in St. Thomas. Yeah, yeah. if he was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it, it was, it's cool from a numbers perspective. So it's just like subscribers. Like, hey, shit, man, I, this is how many units I have. This is how many subscribers I have. Holy shit. Like now you respect me more, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. So now I got, I got to take the respect game and give people the information that I have while it's valid. Again, mm. So I felt like that time was running out, to be honest, because that was like two and a half years before I started these masterminds, three years before I started the masterminds. But then I realized that everything's so crazy. People talk about the weather all the time. And then people stop talking about the weather and guess what they talk about? Real estate. Mm. And I'm like, yo, this is dangerous. This is dangerous. If everybody's talking about real estate, this is not healthy for anybody. Mm. Real estate used to be a thing that people needed, right? It used yeah. to be a thing that you could invest, put some money aside, grind it out, like auger toilets, deal with tenants that didn't pay you. That was the game. But now it's not even the game. Now it's a paperwork game. It's like, hey, I can put all this paperwork together. I can buy these units. I can refinance it. I can pull money out. I can over leverage Mm. this. I can play all these fucking fancy games to get money and buy these units, which are cool. And some guys do really well at it for sure. But I was out of it because it started not becoming fun anymore. Yeah. I was gonna ask you: Do you yeah. think uh, real estate's got really political, especially with like? Well, let's, just, let's finish. Let's finish the. Let's finish the. We will. We will. We'll get. Yeah. We'll get in that in a minute. But um, I, th- I think that like the the mastermind stuff. It, it was like at that three-year point, I realized like I was starting to get old with the information, and old information to me is is like useless information. Yeah. Right? Like, why are we sitting here talking about stuff from three years ago? Yeah. You're wasting my time, man. Hmm. And my time is important. Your time is important. People that are watching their time is important, right? Yeah. So. What three years? Three years. I finally got the fucking balls to do it. I had this. The channel started to like just start off, and I said, "Man, I got to do something with the space, and I want to do something that I can give the information back to the young cats, right?" Yeah. So what I did is, and I, but I'm like, "Man, I got so much information in my brain, and the people that have followed me be since, whether it be in the real estate game, because there's a lot of guys following me in the real yeah. estate game. I did a couple podcasts um, about four years ago, and I got a pretty decent sized following. So three years ago, I was like, "Man, I'm gonna put on my own my own thing. Or two and a half years, I'm gonna put on my own thing." So I charged people 3,500 bucks, you know, 3,500 bucks for two days. So I covered all the food and I covered like overnight. So you, I put you up in a hotel, whatever, but yeah. then for, you pay me, you pay me 3,500 bucks plus HST. Uh, and I, and I got 12 guys in here. So it was good. You know, I made like, I took, I think I took in like 40 K worth of revenue yeah. and I spelt, spent maybe 10 grand, right? So I made 30 mm. K in two days. Mm. And I'm like, holy shit, this is crazy from a revenue standpoint. But what people got in exchange was way more than 30 grand. 100%. Like, cause I spent so much time and a lot of those people are doing fairly well. And I'm not going to say it's because of me, but I'm going to say that it, I, I would probably be like one little check mark. Like in you, were, box. you sparked that light. Yeah. Something, yeah, something like that, you know? It's an yeah, attribute yeah. to the system. Yeah, it's, it's like a boost, but also see like, like for me, it's like I look at other guys and I'm like, holy crap, man, these guys are doing like the YouTube channel. I'm like, these guys are killing, doing so well. I want to get there. So like guys in the real estate game, there's like, holy shit, this guy's younger and he's doing well. I want to get there. So that's cool, man. I want to help you get there because man, like, it's like you, I can't buy all the fucking rentals in the city, goddamn. Yeah. Right? You know, so yeah. it's cool to see like someone a little older trying yeah. to give game to the younger ones, mm-hmm. especially like whatever endeavor it is. Right? What's the point if you try to hold yourself? Well, it's that's stupid, a big right? issue, right? A lot of time, the older ones want to keep their job for a long time, right? And yeah. it's like, yeah. I don't want you to take my job because, like, even yeah. though you're younger, more charismatic, and you might take it away, it's like you should share that game. 100%. You really should. Would you find game. that more people that were coming here were they more real estate uh, focused or were they entrepreneurs in general? Um, at the time, the first couple were definitely, definitely real estate focused. But also remember, like, 
the, the good, the great thing about where I'm at in this point in time is that our parents generally, generally speaking, don't share information. Yeah. Mm. They're very, hold it yourself. You know, you'll do well, keep it yourself. You know, if you find a path, go on that path. Don't tell anybody about the path. Whereas with me, I'm like, yo, I'll tell everybody about anything. Yeah. I don't hold nothing back. And the more I hold nothing back, the bigger the light becomes and the more I run towards it. And that's how I've always lived my life. Because people are like, yo, just talk to this guy, man. He'll tell you anything. It doesn't matter. I can be like, this is what I'm doing. I don't know if it's right or wrong. With all this shit that we're going to talk about today, I don't even know if it's right or wrong. And I've done a fuck ton of wrongs and I've lost a fuck ton of money. And I go over some stories like in the last basically seven months, I've lost 250 grand. And I can go over exactly how I lost yeah, it. Let's yeah, let's get into yeah, that. Yeah, 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 I feel yeah, like yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. people think that like, you know, like it's all yeah. like sunshine and flowers yeah, yeah, when you're yeah, like yeah, an entrepreneur. Sure, like sure, let's go sure. through some of Okay, so let me, let me finish the mastermind stuff because the mastermind yeah. is important, important to talk about kind of how it's evolved because it's actually more of a thing for me today. Yeah, yeah. And that includes houses, right? No, let's so, get into that. Um, so basically, so I did a bunch of masterminds. So I did, I started doing five a year and it felt like at times it was easy to fill with people. And then I find at times it was hard to fill with people. So it's, it's just like up and down. So you're like, you're like, oh my God, great day. I'm, you know, people want to come. And the next day I'm like, holy shit, nobody's interested. And then over time, it's okay because what happens is 12 people show up and they're like, mm -hmm. those 12 people are so engaging. They want to know about you. They want to like learn. YouTube views. Yeah, it's like, exactly. It's like YouTube <laughs> views, you know? <laughs> And, and then when you, when you get that feeling and then you're done, and I put my heart and soul, man, like every mastermind that people come, they're asking what time is it from? And I'm like, it starts at nine and it's done when your brains are fried because Jeez. I always say 5 p.m. And every single mastermind that anybody's been here and nine, anybody 11, can account, 10. dude, one, one, the, 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 the latest was one thirty. The earliest was one. All of them. So Nobody ever engaged. left you except for the engaged. last one. Cause I take my son to a soccer game. But other than that, yeah. Nobody, man. Nobody. Like it just—it's—it's it's well because people don't want to leave. People want to talk to each other, mm -hmm. yeah. right? And people ask them questions, and then people want to know where they're at and see how how they can get better. Yeah. So it's like, yo, we're all trying to get better. I always tell them, yo, ego at the door. Do not bring no fucking ego in here. If you bring an ego in here, you're never ever coming back again. And I will make sure that you don't come back to any of my fucking events ever. Have you had that? Have um, no, there, like, I mean, there's been people I've said you can't come for sure, for sure. I can't, I can't, I can't, man. I can't, I can't, yeah. I can't disrespect your time because this guy's a fucking ego. I mm -hmm. got, I can't do that, man. It's not right. I'm not here for the money. Mm -hmm. The money is important, but it's not the reason why I'm putting this on. I'm putting this on. The only reason I'm putting this on, like I'm looking, I'm not looking left, right. I'm looking straight. And that's telling me to take the information I have in my brain and give it to that person there. That's it. So if you're not willing to listen, why am I wasting my fucking time? So that's how I feel about it, right? So anyways, it became something. And then uh, it evolved to me being kind of tired of giving all the data I had to like 12 select people. What I want to do is I want to bring people together because I felt like at that point, I felt like I was just talking all this information that I was giving to somebody. And I'm like, how much more can I do? It started becoming a job. And it started becoming a job. I'm like, yo, I'm not interested. So then I, what I did is I created um, like a hybrid version. So then I, I thought I wanted between 40 and 50 people. And I filled this room up to 40, 50 people. And I made a big circle. And in that circle, everybody can sit down and share their problems, yeah. share their issues, share their, where they're at. Jeez. But then also like be that we're all the same. Right. And that's where it really became. And that's where now it's at the point where it's like, yo, this is dope. People are just sharing, the, sharing what they have. You got an issue with the multifamily? I'm like, yo, you need to speak to this guy. You want to learn how to grow properties? Well, yo, speak to, speak to Jeremy. That's so empowering. Yeah. So you know you're what the I mean? Glue. That's so empowering. You're the glue to everything. Yeah. Like DJ yeah. Khaled. Yeah. Yeah. He brings all these people together. Yeah. Yeah. DJ Khaled. Literally. Mm -hmm. But if you want a good best. analogy, yeah, like, that's, <laughs> that's it. It's like you literally yeah. just bring everybody yeah. who's good yeah. at a job. And you yeah. have a problem. Yeah, I'll the give hub. you the I'm right the person. Okay, yeah, so hub. now, now, now these masterminds are going international. Yes, because yeah. I saw I speak yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, so it's dope as hell. It's, Let's it's talk like about dope. It. It's dope as hell. It's crazy because I just got two more, two more guys that are jumping on board. So I do these things. So I'll. Here's the problem with Canada, is it's very it easy. Nah, it's a great country. <laughs> it's a great country, but it's very easy to understand the system, right? It's a simple system. It's like yo, there's a house. It's a piece of shit. 
you buy it with either somebody else's money or your own saved money or your parents' money. You buy it. Mm -hmm. Then you go to Home Depot, you get a whole bunch of credit cards, and you load up all the shit you're going to buy and put in the house on those credit cards. You fix the house up. You get an appraiser. Who's a buddy? Or somebody knows an appraiser. They come in there and like, yo, this house, you paid 200 for it. It's worth 400 today. And you're like, hmm, I think it's worth 450. you You're like, okay, don't worry about you, appraiser. I'll just get another appraiser <laughs> at 450,000. That fool shows up. It's like, yo, this place is worth 450. Gives you an appraiser for 450. He takes that 450, gives it to the bank. The bank's like, sweet, I'm gonna give you 80% of this 450. And then guess what? You have about 100 grand cash back in your pocket and pay for all your shit. And you're like, sick, this is dope. That's cool. But man, is this the life I really want to live? The same shit over and over and over? Coming from me that's had enough units? No, it's fucking boring. There's nothing cool about doing the same shit over and over and over again. When really, at the end of the day, these are all bullshit-ass inflated numbers. Mm -hmm. yeah. So for me, I'm like, yo, this is boring for me. And I'm the type of guy that if it's boring, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. There's, man, life is there to be lived. And if you're only going to chase fucking money and that's all you want, because you're like, yo, that extra zero or that extra 20 bucks or that 80 bucks, what is the fucking point, man? So for me, I just not interested. So I moved that kind of aside, and I, that's why with the, with the whole mastermind stuff, I realized, shit, man, I'm gonna give it to somebody better that can do the job better. So the last one, we had Kellen. Uh, I don't know if you had Kellen yeah, on the Kellen, show. Kellen, yeah, you had Kellen on the show. Man. So Kellen, Kellen's great. Kellen, yeah, so Kellen's good. Kellen's very like he's good. He's articulate. He's he's raw. He's rawer, to, raw to the point where he's done his own stuff. He's a, he's an individual guy. He just follows this in him very well. He understands the game very well. So he's the perfect guy. I'm not the perfect guy. Mm -hmm. I've done it. But that's not me. Doesn't mean I want to do it to, and help you, yeah. right? Not yeah. in my life today. Yeah. Not interested. And then if you want to grow a little bit bigger, you want to get multifamilies and all that stuff. Jeremy, yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy, no, Ivany. That's my yeah. realtor. Yeah, Shout yeah. Out. yeah. 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 <laughs> Evan, exactly. Evan was we on, had the show, him on the right? pod. So there we go. So he's on the pod. So you have Jeremy. He's perfect. He's the perfect guy. You want to be multifamilies, good guy from the heart. If it's something that is not out of his character, he will not do it. Yeah. He's a good guy. Like yeah. pure earth of the soul. Pure. Earth of the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he's you good. We got whatever it is. Really good guy. So you have those guys that are better than me. Why on earth am I gonna take that business and try to get it for myself? That's not my business, man. It's their business. They know how to do it because they're in their zone right now. That's, that's very humble though. Yeah, how do you swallow that ego? I was gonna say, that's very humble of you okay. to, to say that. Yeah, exactly. How do you swallow that ego? That's a good question. What ego? No, because no no, that's an ego. Like, because yeah. you know you have the information, yeah, 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 yeah. you know you have the no, data. But, yeah, you yeah, could do so the ego, same ego, job. You yeah, eliminated yeah, yeah. ego a long time ago. Like, yeah, yeah. There's no such thing as ego. I think it's just it's just insecurity, insecurities, and no confidence. It's like okay, no. If you have, there's no such thing as ego. For me, it's like, yo, are you insecure because you don't know the information <laughs> and you haven't taken the fucking chance or balls to do it? Okay. That's insecurity. Like, that's a really, really big one. And a lot of men don't have that, to be honest. Like, men are, have fucking zero fucking... They're full of insecurities, and they have barely any ego. Yeah. Which leads to confidence, man. You gotta have confidence, and you gotta be a fool. You gotta sit here and sweat with this, in this big jacket a couple times until you feel confident enough to come up here and speak your piece. Yeah. That's it. Right? You know what I mean? The first podcast you guys did, probably a bit nerve-wracking. <laughs> We're in number 30, 39 right now. You're yeah. having a good time. You're loose. You're easy. Right? It's, it's fun. It's, it's fun. now. Exactly. It's fun. It's fun. So, I mean, like, what is there? And, and, and speaking of, like, passing business to other people, what the f For money? Bro, I get it. I totally get it. If you make, let's call it, if your expenses are whatever they are, three grand a month, and you make $2,800 a month, totally important to worry about money. If you make, if you're expensive three grand a month, you make five grand a month. That's important about money because you feel like you're getting somewhere. You start making 50 grand a month. What is the point? 51 is going to make a difference to you. 47? No. What does it matter? And also remember, also I will tell you that if you're in Kellen's role, he's plateaued because now the banks are tightening up and he's got information. So now he is in the position of giving and helping people 
as well. He can give those people back, right? So for him, getting one or two units doesn't mean anything. He wants to get bigger multifamily. So for yeah. him, it's going to help him. He gets information. You grow by being a person to give that per give him money. Mm. And then he has a success story out of you. Right? Symbiotic. So Symbiotic. Symbiotic. Exactly. Back and forth. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And, same, and same with Jeremy. You know what I mean? Yo, big words, bro. Big words. Yeah. <laughs> big words. We big know this. Big, big words. Are but but let's, talk about, let's, let's talk about why you went international, though. Because these yes. masterminds yes, yes, went yes, to yes. Panama, right? Yes, so the, 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 the international stuff really stems from being bored in Canada. So mm. which is why I say I can't be like Jeremy, be a realtor, even though I am a realtor. I've been a realtor for the last seven years, but it's only for my own data. Nobody's ever seen me say, hey, I, you know, like I want to sell you a house. So I sell my boys from time to time, but that is it. I don't go out there and flaunt that I'm a, real, a realtor because it's too boring for me. So I'm very tied to boringness and excitement. That's for me, it's like my thing. If it's not excitable and it's boring, I'm not interested. Thrill or I'm nothing? all about thrill. So yeah. you, you touch Colombia, Medellin, and you got excited. Yeah, bro. I mean, <laughs> Colombia for Let's sure. Let's be serious. But, but I start, so I, how this game started was, yo, so I had money. I, have, I got some money together, and I realized that, man, like, I don't do the same shit in Canada, so I want to go away and try to buy something abroad. And I tr I've been traveling my whole life. Like, traveling has just been in my blood. I just love traveling. I feel like Canadians are very, like, International, but they're not international. What's your favorite place you travel to? Hold up, bro. Hold up. Don't <laughs> I want to hear this. Yo, put that on the put on the put on the vision board, bro. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so Canadians are very international. The important the reason I explain all these things because you have to understand the depth of society yeah. to understand what choices you are gonna make as a decision maker, right? So for me, it was realizing that Canadians are all about, hey, I want to travel somewhere, and guess where they travel? To an all-inclusive place. Mexico. I'm like, Dominican, yo, yeah. how is that traveling? That is not traveling. That is just sun chasing to be totally pampered and be lazy because you have one or two or three weeks per year. That's not really traveling. You're not really learning shit. You're not le learning anything when you show up to WestJet, give your ticket, they put you on a plane, get your ass to an all-inclusive place, buy a bus, show up there, fill your face with food, get drunk, and swim in piss water, and then go to the ocean for five seconds and run back in. You're not really learning anything, man. Right? What are you learning? So for me, it's like, hey, go out there and, and stay in places where the local people live and just really learn stuff. Now, I'm not saying all Canadians do that, but the vast majority of Canadians, because we're such on a time crunch, that's what we do. So for me, that was in my game. So my whole life, I've just traveled in a non-inclusive environment. You know, obviously, when I have an 11-year-old son, so obviously, as he, when he was younger, totally different game. When I was married, that's what we did. Now I'm single, free man, so good times, thumbs up. Yeah, baby, can we clap, clap, clap? <laughs> Love and life. <laughs> Anyways. So what I, what I realized was, man, I had this money in Canada, and I was like, yo, I'm not going to put money in more real estate. I want to put it in a place that has warm weather, but also has growth. So I started looking at places. So I started off in Tulum. So Tulum was, God, you Me get to fly, to, Can yeah, you fly to Cancun, you're like, this is dope. You go to Tulum, big party spot. But it's like five to seven years old, and it's saturated to death with people trying to sell you shit all the time. Also, apartments are going like crazy, and it's a total hipster joint, but it's not saturated, but I feel like it's plateaued. Then after that, I went to Costa Rica. I showed up in Costa Rica. Costa Rica had this huge like, influx of amazingness through COVID because people were like, I don't get the shot. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to Costa Rica. And guess what? I'm going to live in this spot. Here, hands up, go. I got a question. So yeah, like, especially with Costa, Costa Rica, since yes. they have no party life, essentially that's their medication on like allowing that to come in. They, they essentially shut everything down very early so that there's no party life. And that's why the economy is so nice because it's like they try to live like a very civil like. Um, I, th I think that's pretty generalized in terms right. of what, yeah, I, I think that like, I think that you'll never know until you go at the time, right? Okay. Like when you go and you see it with your own eyes, you'll be like, oh, this is cool. And you talk to the people, but the real push, what happened with Costa Rica is that people sold all their shit in Canada because they were like, yo, then Canada got really political through COVID, right? Mm -hmm. And most mm -hmm. countries did. Yeah. So when that happened, people were like Trudeau, asshole, whatever. <laughs> Piece of shit. Yeah. Whatever, whatever story, right? <laughs> whatever story, whatever the story was, people were like, yo, I'm not getting the shot here. I'm going to go to a place that doesn't, you know, doesn't, you don't need the shot. 
and Costa Rica was one of them. You just have to leave Canada by a certain time. So people yeah. sold all their shit, went to Costa Rica, and there's tons of Canadians there building stuff on the west coast, like Nassara, Samara, yeah. the Tamarindo side, right? All that side, Guanacaste, they're building all that stuff. So from Tulum, flew over to this side, so Manuel Antonio Haco went through that portion of it, then went to Guanacaste, did the whole thing to see what I would buy and if I could live here yeah. for a period of time. Not for the COVID deal, but because I felt like, man, there's nothing happening in Canada. Yeah. There's like nothing. It's just you dead. You all grew it. You all grew it. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah. You, can't, you, can't, you can't invest here because it's the same system. And at the time, you couldn't invest because COVID shut everything down, yeah. right? Like the, people had no idea what real estate was going to be. So it was like stuck. So then I went to Costa Rica, but I couldn't find exactly what I wanted to be. And I found Canadians were already there probably six to eight months before I showed mm -hmm. up. So, so I felt saturated? like shit already saturated. I feel like it was, it was overinflated at the time I got okay. there. So I felt like this wasn't the right time. I did put a couple offers on stuff, which I can rehash that I did like four months ago. So I could tell you the price differences. It's actually gone down by about 16 to 20%. Yeah. Okay. From two and a half years ago, to about six months ago. It's down. So it spiked up and it's gone down. So Costa Rica is still in the menu for me, but just not right the second yeah. in the next year, possibly. Then the next hop from that was Panama. I showed up in Panama, big city with, a, with an old town attached to it. I got to the old town, talked to some realtors, whatever, talked to some people. It also was totally dead, but the numbers were really good. So I bought a spot, 30 years, no taxes. Very Roughly important. How much what? is a spot in Panama? So I paid, I paid 155 Canadian for it, which the Canadian dollars changed now. It's about yeah. 175 grand. Very small two bedroom, brand new in like the old part of town. So not super expensive, yeah. mm -hmm. but you have to pay cash for it. You can't finance it, right? Okay. So it's not like Canada, you can't yeah, finance it's it. Like um, so then, yeah, so I just bought a spot there. And the important part about Panama for me was a really good airport. So you can fly from Toronto, so Pearson, to and pa into Panama and then back. And then you can also fly to South America for very inexpensive because it, it, it's not the new, it's not the continent. Yeah. I'm still in Latin America or Central America, which is cheap to fly because yeah. also Mexico is in Central America, okay. right? So the bottom part is at least. So this whole, this whole sector from the, from the, from the flight you know, perspective is cheap. Whereas if you go into Colombia, which is where the next place I bought, it's expensive because to go from Canada to Bogota is more expensive than to go to Canada, Panama. Yeah. So it's cheaper to fly, especially on like peak season, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I showed up in Medellin, which is a beautiful city. Yeah. Beautiful, like mm. beautiful city. Like the life is great, obviously. Like everything about Medellin is beautiful. Yeah. You don't have to go to Europe to have Europe. You just go to Medellin or you go to Buenos Aires in Argentina. Yeah, it's know. beautiful, now you know? know. You know? Now we know. Yeah, and for single good looking guys like you, I don't know who's <laughs> not. Single. Single good looking guys? He's not single, but he yeah. We'll do some traveling. Yeah, the ladies are really good, but the ladies are really good everywhere in the world. You just have to find the right one for you, right? That's basically Fair the enough. gist, right? That's Fair true. Enough. It doesn't make it, you can find her outside this fucking beat up fucking <laughs> old warehouse. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can yeah. find them anywhere. Yeah. Um, so I showed to Medellin, beautiful city, but again, cities for me are very difficult because how do you know what the right place in the city is? Because yeah. every if I talk to you, you'd be like, yeah, this place is being gentrified. It's amazing. This place is up and coming. So everyone's a salesman. Everyone's a salesman exactly, when it comes to their own yeah. country, right? So you have guys with your own eyes. And for me, it's not like I can go from Toronto or London to Medellin and just sit there and be like, okay, I'm home in an apartment. Like there's nothing there for me, yeah. right? So then what I did was I went to this town called Guatape. And Guatape is this little small like lake town. It's the closest lake town to Medellin or Medellin, mm. whatever you want to call yeah. it. And the reason I found this out was YouTube. I went on YouTube and I'm like, yo, things to do in Medellin. And then boom, <laughs> every single video was yo, in the top one or two, you have to go to Guatape. They're like, it's, in, it's not in Medellin, but you should go check it out. You have to go visit this place. So I went there and yo, this place was dope. It was dope. I stayed at a bunch of Airbnbs. I'm like, man, this place is amazing. And the way I find the find investments of, of sorts is yeah. I sit all different types of Airbnbs. And with the Airbnb I stay at, I contact the host and be like, hey, like, I love your spot, but I found a problem. So I'm like, yo, I found a problem. There's a nail here and it's right by the bed. Like, what do I do? 
Because that way I'll know as a host how you are going to be towards me. Are you going to be like push off, uh, not care? I'm going to find a real judge of character based on my complaint. And based on my complaint, then I know if you're the right cat for me, if I want to invest with you or help me get better in that space. Because now I have a, a local lead. Yeah. So, so it's like data. It's data. Plus it's a test of character, right? Because at the end of the day, I got to deal with both you guys to come here on a podcast based on your character, right? Yeah. If your character's yeah. shit, we're not doing this. Yeah. If your character's good, we're doing it, yeah. right? Like that's, what the, that's how it became. Mm. So same thing with this, this Airbnb guy. I said this Airbnb was amazing. It was really nice. And the spot was awesome. Uh, and I talked to him and I said, I was like, you know, this is what I want to get into. He's like, man, this is my first Airbnb. I love it. And I wouldn't mind helping you if you want to grow. And I'm like, sick, let's go look at properties. And it just so happened that he was a realtor. Yeah. And he showed me a bunch of properties. And again, I found lots of individual pieces of land. Uh, for those that don't know what Guatape is, it's, it's basically, again, this like lake town. It's like, it's a beautiful lake town. Like you can YouTube it or Google it or whatever, but it has this massive boulder. It's like a big rock. So it's like yeah. a fucking huge rock and it's 720 stairs to climb all the way to the top of this rock. So you can see this rock from everywhere. Did you do it? Is it the one where you like, you can almost hold it like Atlas? Is it one of um, those rocks? There people try that, but no, it's, it's just basically like a big boulder. It looks like, a, okay. honestly, it's like a big Easter egg, to be honest. Okay. And you can see from the distance, and it has a big G, because they're going to write Guatape. Wow. But, the, but the, ta- the, the town across was like, no, this is our rock, and they thought. <laughs> and then they just had the G, and they stopped. So That's when you see this cool. rock, it's like big old G. So we call it big G, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, so Guatape, so we showed me a bunch of land, and I, I, I locked this piece of land down that was six, about six and a half acres. So it was a big piece of land. It's the highest, tallest piece of land facing this rock on a mountain. So I basically wow. bought a mountain. It's like yeah, the yeah. sickest thing ever. Like it's the dopest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Top um, property. That's yeah, top, yeah, yeah, yeah. top property. But it was big dollars. It cost me $600,000 Canadian, which yeah. is a lot of money. Like yeah. I could have bought $600,000 and I could have bought a five to $7 million building in Canada. Yeah. But I bought a rock in Colombia. So yeah. who's the dumbass? You're hoping, you're hoping <laughs> right? well, well, I mean, we'll who's see the with time. Now? We'll see with time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you're looking for that turnaround on that one, right? Yeah. Or is it like... I, yeah, I, th- I think I think also like the people that are going to watch this and, and yourselves, most people generally speaking are like, okay, so this is going to cost me this. What am I going to get out of this? Like how much money am I going to get? What's the rate of return? Like I'm putting money out. What am I getting back? It's very normal, but my brain doesn't think this way. My brain thinks about, man, like when I die, I'm going to have a fucking mountain with a whole bunch of cool cabins that, and oh, that's yeah. dope, right? You know what I mean? And like, what is money, bro? What is money? Yeah. Like, nothing. what is money? It's nothing. Well, well, I well, could, what is money to you then? Let's talk about it. Yeah, what is it's, money a t- to it's you? totally like people, it's very cliche, but it's a tool, right? It's a tool. I can buy this spot. So for me, it's about, I look at life from a very, very macro perspective. I look at it from like, uh, I take a big globe and I write it all down and I look at everything. So the way I look at it is this. I will say like Columbia is going to have cabins. Those cabins are going to be rented or be endorsed by local celebrities 1000%. I'm also going to endorse Americans and Canadians that are very global. So they can stay at my spot for free Mm. and hype up the brand. So mm. now it's shifted from, yeah, using money as a tool to how do I get my personal brand as high and as strong as possible? Because that is a currency as well, right? Attention. And it's like a hidden currency, right? Or it started to become something really. Yeah. But what that money will do is that from a distance now, I can have all these people stay for free. So people are like, no, no, but they got to pay because they're staying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not me. I'm like, yo, no, it's marketing. It's, it, I don't care if I fill this place up for one year and make no money, but all I have is influencers and people that are, you know, worth something essentially that are going to bump my brand. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, business is all paid by the middle class and the lower class, right? In any yeah. business you're in, yeah, who's so spending true. the money? The bottom class, the middle yeah. class and the lower class, not the rich. No. The rich need to get shit for free. That's Tax, the way the game is played. Taxes or credit card, essentially how yeah, they do it. Yeah, exactly. So people, and, and, and the middle class and the lower class always want to be like the upper class. So if the upper class is paying, then the middle class and lower class will not see that the upper class is playing because the upper class wants to stay quiet about it. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's, it's just a strategy, right? Everybody's yeah. a different strategy. So for me, Columbia will be a place to stay 
in when it's freezing here, I can go there and I can chill there, but I can always also use that as a marketing tool. So let's say, for example, you guys hit a million subscribers next year, hypothetically, yeah. and you guys have a person on the show and the person on the show is, is like highly influential in the car game, in my YouTube game. And I'd be like, yo, reach out to this guy and be like, yo, man, he can stay in my spot for a, for a week for free. All yeah. good. Yeah. And you'd be like, yo, man, for sure, 100%. So all you guys can come stay at my place for, for a week for free. And guess what's going to happen? This guy's going to promote my shit and he's going to probably help me get a car. Mm-hmm. And that car is going to help my YouTube channel. And that YouTube channel is going to help me meet somebody else. So for me, from a, from a really far perspective, everything I touch and feel is going to touch something else that I do, mm. which is why I do a lot of different businesses. Did you right? realize that at a, at a very young age? No, not at all. When, not at all. Like, I, I, realized, I realized that when I realized that people are, are we're in a society where you feel like you have to, you're told to do one thing, be very good at one thing. It's stuff we're raised on. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. You don't have to do one thing. You can do a million things. And people will say you can make more money doing one thing, and that's absolutely true. You can. But how many of those people are actually exist in existence? A very small amount. Barely. Very you, small amount. Like so, here, Pepsi, Nesty, whatever, right? right? It's one, it's Same not one, one dude, company. But it's, it's one company. Have you heard of like the octopus method, which is like put your hands in as many things as possible, and like essentially one of them will catch on? No. And I'll tell you why. Because I don't give a fine fuck about what, what all these theories mean. I don't read books. One of my slogans on the back of that fucking thing will tell you burn the books. I'm, I'm actually against, not against, but I feel, like, I feel like you have this whole new tile, let's call it a tile, a whole new bunch of individuals that have been doing it for a long time quietly. Mm-hmm. And then you have another tile with a whole bunch of individuals that are like, hey, I can make money by just reciprocating information and calling it and terming everything and basically putting lines on, on things and basically just can't, tossing like candy and trying to get some merit from it. Right. So I feel like there's a lot of smart dudes out there and there's a lot of people that write really good books. For me, I can't read books, but I also feel like I also feel that today we have to take this information like analysis paralysis. Right. Take all this information. You like know this theory. I feel like I live just based by experiences and that experience happens to be a, a similar theory to yours or to what you just said. And, and every theory is going to be like that because one's going to be, they're all going to be polar opposites. Same with like YouTube or same with like media. The ones who win are very polarizing, right? So you have one person that's totally against like left-wing politics and you have one yeah. that's totally against, that's the only way those people get attention. The middle yeah. people don't get no attention. The extremes. Always win. The extremes always win. True, which yeah. is why on YouTube I'm super hyper because I'm annoying as hell. Sometimes, but yeah. it right? works. You know though. I mean? it's but it that, works. It's that type of attention that you put to it is what drives attention back towards you, right? Exactly, exactly, man. And I and I think it's it's not even just for me. So I believe from a few reasons that multiple streams of income, which is how this all started, right? Like so, the young age thing. I realized yeah. the young age thing for sure. I realized that you need to have a whole bunch of things in your palm that because if one falls, you have another paying the bills. Now it's more work and you might not be a millionaire, but over time you will. You just got no choice. Like it's inevitable it's going to happen. Yeah. Like so you have four businesses that make 30 grand a year every year for the next 20 years. You're going to win because it's not going to say 30. It might go to 70. One might go to 20. The other might go to 95. It's just the way it's going to happen. Where if you have one, you put everything in one. Well, yes, you have a higher likelihood to win, but your, com- your competition is way higher. Your mental stress is off the chains. There's not one person on the planet that can tell me they're highly successful in one very tight, tight niche and has no stress. It's impossible. Yeah. There's nobody. Mm-hmm. They can bullshit you all they want, but there's nobody because now they are the person and they are forced to work. Yeah. Because as, as soon as you have success, you have a boss. On that note, like yeah. I know you're a serial entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, how, how do you keep it all going? You know what I mean? Like, like, like you dip your toes in one thing, you let it spark and you let it grow. Yeah, for like, sure. And so then you go on to another one. For sure, for sure. So I mean? every, like, everything takes three years, right? Everything takes like three how years. Much, okay, first of all, how much businesses do you have? Or how much sources of um, income? Yeah, so sources of income, I probably have between six and seven all the yeah. time, right? So like YouTube's one, private lens the other, flips, which I've slowed down because obviously the markets have changed, uh, rentals, 
um, uh, did I say private lending already? Yeah, yeah, yeah private lending. Um, so YouTube, private lending. Oh, what else? Man, my brain. Oh, yeah. roofing. I forgot about roofing. Yeah, yeah roof, that's a big one, right? That's like basically second in line, sometimes yeah. first. Um, rentals, we renovate houses. So when, yeah. when not houses, but when we do roofs and there's like disasters in commercial spots, yeah. we renovate the commercial spot. Um, that's just subbing. So I subbed that, that out because obviously yeah, yeah. I can't do it right. That, But the roofing company is my own team, my own guys. That's all my own thing. I have three full-time guys that work with me full-time all the time between rentals and flips and gutting and all that stuff. Um, yeah, YouTube, me and Ian. How does it feel uh, to manage all lending. that? Like, 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 do you ever feel like at night you're sleeping you're like, fuck, one of these things are going to fall? Like, like, you know, like, what are you thinking? Dude, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if, you know, to whoever watches my stuff on Instagram, they can see that I don't actually ever work. I mean, I'm never actually working. Yeah. I mean, when am I? I'm always traveling, right? Like I travel. For like real, I'm, Yeah, I mean, I my, my son. Well, you fifth, work while you're traveling, no? Um, I mean, I, I've I've merged it again. So like this whole like it's called IDU, which is in, Income Diversity University, which is where I basically take and I coach people on how to be diverse with your money. Yeah. Um, and part of that was the international piece. Again, we keep jumping around, but. Um, so how I take it all now, so I use become something. I'm actually making money off people coming on trips with me, which is the craziest thing ever. But then I'm coaching them just like I was here in Canada about, prop, about properties. I'm coaching them in other countries on how to bring money there, the right spots, the right people to meet with. If you want to invest in a project with me or somebody else, well, here are your options. I'm giving people options. Instead of them going out blindly and trying to figure it out, I'm doing it for you. I've done it. Mm-hmm. I have to be compensated, at yeah. least very, very slightly. I'm asking for a lot of money. But also you have to also ask and make it worthwhile for somebody. If somebody's not going to put up money, they're not actually serious about it, which yeah. means I'm wasting my time, right? Yeah. So it's kind of a balance with that. Um, yeah, so exactly. So I think that was seven if I counted correctly, but yeah, six yeah. or seven, right? No, yeah, so. But I guess yeah. like, 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 what's your... Why? Oh, and I have a restaurant. I forgot to tell you that. A restaurant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah, so, no, that's, it loses money like crazy. Okay, it's, okay. My, it's, my first, it's my only loser. I always lose money on restaurants. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah go, go, go. Yeah, go, go, yes, pee. Yes, but yes, I guess yes, like, yes, like what keeps you so driven? Like what keeps you sustaining so much things? What's your why? Um, well, the more I run, the more I run towards everything, the brighter things get, and the more people that want to be involved. Because every niche I do is something interesting, right? Like yeah. whether I do cars, people are like, oh my god, cars are sick. If I do private lending, they'd be like, okay, well, how do you know? How can I get in private lending once I'm done this project? I can see people's flips. So if I'm if I'm loaning money out to somebody, I want to see your flip. I want to see what you're doing so that I know that the, my money's safe in your flip that you become successful. Um, they all kind of intertwine, right? So as long as they intertwine, I feel good about it. And if I'm stressful, and this is why the whole like mindset piece comes into place, if I'm stressful about roofing, well, I can just shift my mind to cars. If yeah. I'm stressful about cars, which never ever happens because it's a freaking car, how are you gonna yeah. be stressful? <laughs> Unless it's like a boring car and I'm bored. Yeah. Um, you shift your, you know, you shift your mind. For, in my specific case, now will be international investing. Yeah. And international investing is really interesting because what you realize now is that Canadians want to get money out of Canada, not because they, they don't like the country, but the but the, the gains are not what they used to be, yeah, here, yeah. right? People are like, real estate's kind of slowing down. It's starting to get a bit weird. And also after COVID, people are like, they're like, yo, you got to live your life. Yeah. Like you got to YOLO it up. And you can't YOLO it up in the fucking winter. Like, you know what's depressing this shit is outside? People mess me all the time. They're like, yo, it's so depressing here. Yeah. Can I go somewhere warm? I cannot wait to go somewhere in yeah. end of March or whatever. And I'm like, yo, just go next week. Like, what are you worried about? Tell your boss that you, you know, yeah. like it's, it's just it's just a crazy world man so i can tell my story to a million people but only a few will listen unfortunately and it's yeah. not because that they don't hear it it's because they don't make a change right yeah. they're comfortable in their own zone they, they're like oh my god we're so lucky to be here and we are but you have to use every single strand you're given to the fullest yeah and that's what keeps me get driven man I just think, man, I think we take life way too lightly in terms of wanting to be a winner. I think that it's 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 so easy for people to be lazy. It's so easy. Like, 
I can go, I can go to other countries and I'm driven, I'm motivated, I'm moving, I'm always on my feet. I'm I, I'm like my mind is thinking. I want to get shit done. I I take my phone and I go in my notes and I write all this stuff down of all these ideas I have and all all these different people that I meet. And I'm like, yo, I can connect you with you, and that's what you guys are gonna do, and you're gonna become something big. And then when that happens, you'll remember that I'm the person that put you guys together. Whatever it may be. But then when I come back to Canada, I realize, oh man, we're chilling here. We're cool. We're having a good time. Let's just have a drink. Let's yeah. just chill out. I'm like you're fucking wasting your life, dude. You're wasting your life, and you're wasting mine by having me sitting here and talking to you. Is how I would feel if people don't do anything, right? Which is why it's important for me is when I have these like masterminds and people come, I have them fill out forms beforehand to know who I'm dealing with. Because I'm not here to make money to babysit you. I'm here to find the right person to actually win. Because then I feel great. So that's my why. My why is just is just understanding like the more I can, the more craziness that I become and the better I do, the more people can be like, shit, man, like I just saw him three weeks ago and he's doing something crazy again, you know? Yeah. And it's like shit, it's winning or it's losing. Cause as I said, I, I've lost money. But the winning, like the international investing, there's nobody right now, like I shit you not, right now in Canada, and I've looked up and down. There's nobody like me right now that has experience with drawing guys in with cars, with understanding how construction works and not just regular construction, understanding how flips work in 2021, I did 18 flips and I made 1.7 million mm. on flips, which is a huge number. Oh, and yeah. nobody's done that. And on top of it, and people do it, but it's their own business. But that for me is a side business. And on top of that, have done all the little, right. all the little things I've done, the car stuff. Like I have no problem spending money to understand how to get better in something and to lose money. You know, I do all that stuff. Why? Because money is a tool, number one. But by doing all this stuff now, I can take that and take it to the international investing side. And it's such a term, international investing. But I can go into a country like Colombia where people will always ask me the same stupid question like, how many subscribers do you have? They're going to ask me what? They're going to ask me, is it safe? Is it dangerous? Mm -hmm. That's the question I get. And I'm like, it's not 20 fucking five years ago. You need to shut off fucking Netflix and stop watching Narcos. Because again, that's why Canadians are lazy. Because all we do is watch TV. We chill. And we go to the gym and we have sexy fucking booty pics. That's what yeah. we do. But that's not real life, man. That's not real. For me, it's not real life. It's bullshit life. Do you find like that's mostly like the West, like America and Canada? Like um, once, once you explore out there, it's different? Or yeah, what? I mean, I, I think that it's, I think that everybody wants to be American in some capacity, Because right? freedom and, and like, yeah, yeah, laziness? Yeah. Or is it because and your phone, like the and lack phone, of, phone. or is it the lack of like, your phone, that's actually, yeah, yeah it's, it's your, your phone, the lack of phone, effort though. Like that's what I find here. Like, well, well I, think we're, I think you have to figure out who you want to be, right? So most people are consumers. I can put a story on my phone and within 30 seconds, I can have over 200 people watch my stuff in 30 seconds. I'm like, what are you doing? And it's, I don't mean like one time. This is like any time. I put it at 30 seconds. There's people there watching my stuff, which means like, holy shit, I have to feed the beast, which is amazing. I love it. I love it. I love what I do. I love putting it. But at the same time, we're all consuming. So I'm always pushing people. I'm like, dude, you can watch my shit, but just make sure you do your own shit because you need to be a consumer. You cannot. I mean, so you need to be a creator. You can't be a consumer because the more you consume, the more you get trapped in the game. And we know, like, I feel like when we consume information, we become kids. Like when you're grade six, seven, eight, and you're fucking dozing and daydreaming. You guys remember this? You're sitting in class and you're trying to spin your pencil and the teacher's talking and all you can think about is absolutely nothing. Your fucking brain is dozed out. You're dozing about, your eyes gazing and shit. That's what happens when you watch your phone. We don't do shit. We sit on our fucking fat asses, no matter how skinny or fat you actually are, yep. and we don't do shit. So for me, I'm like, yo, I can't do that. But on that note, like, yeah. we just came back from Amsterdam last yeah. week and yeah. like, we didn't see one single overweight person. 
Because they're walking. Out there in Europe. Because they're walking. Because they're biking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the lifestyle was, is different. Man. I was going to ask you, like, yeah. pivoting back to, like, remember when you said, like, I ask everyone to write a little bit about themselves yeah. so you can kind of identify. Yeah. What's a really big factor or, like, one thing that you read where you're like, okay, I want to coach this person. Or I actually want to talk to you. Yeah, so there's levels. There's levels. Oh, good? Yeah, wait. Sorry. Yeah, I got good. checked on mic. That's why we got Brandon, though. Yeah. That's why we got Brandon. Um, yeah, Brandon. Yeah, big old Brandon. Brandon, you're <laughs> going to, uh, remember, you're going to be the, the, the main lead when he buys his $12 million building, right? You're yeah. going to be the guy showing up. 100%. Yeah. He's going to write the contract. I don't want to be there. I want to be in a different country. He's going to show up. <laughs> um, yeah, man. No, so so when people write the information, for me, it's it's about understanding what I'm trying to talk about at the time. Because the thing is, is that it's going to be nothing to you if I'm going to sit here and talk about commercial lending on buying a seven and a half million dollar building. It might mean absolutely, you want to know about it, but that information is useless today for you. It might be very useful in three years and you might want to aspire to that and you might get all fucking giddy inside and be like all pumped and we drive home in your car be like, I'm going to own a seven million dollar building and you might give yourself this fucking pep talk, but at that time, at that place, that is the wrong information for you. You need to hear it from somebody that wants to buy a two unit building or a three unit building because that's where you have to start. Mm-hmm. So that information for me is useless. So, sorry, is, is amazing, but the information that you get is useless. So when I read all this stuff, I'm like, this is just the wrong guy. And, and I tell them, I'm like, dude, I'm like, this is just probably not the right event for you. And I don't this mean to good. tell you I off, like right? I, I honestly, and it sounds crazy, but I actually reject people more than I accept them. That's good though. Oh, yeah, think. yeah, yeah. And I, and I tell people, I tell them the truth. And I tell them the truth, but I want to hug them and kiss them. Not in any sort of fucking gay way. I want to hug them and kiss them because I want them to get better with somebody else first mm-hmm. and then come to me or vice versa. Maybe I'm not as big as they, maybe they're bigger than me in, in that space, right? You know what I mean? Like YouTube, man, YouTube. I want to learn about YouTube stuff, right? Just like you guys want to learn about me in YouTube, I want to learn from guys that are bigger than me. So we're always trying to learn and get better. Mm-hmm. I'm not like sitting on this fucking throne thinking I'm hot shit. That is why multiple streams of income are so important because everything I do is about 50 to 70% of its actual capacity. So I have a roofing Mm. company and I have between five and 11 guys. I taper up and down Mm. and I never take on way more business than I can handle. And I will always take on just enough or a little bit more. Mm. So my guys are not super stressed with work and not dying from famine. So do you outsource a lot then at this point? Outsource. Where you're like... No, no, I just... The only outsourcing I do is when I do the when I do the like some of the flip stuff because mm-hmm. it's stupid. Like I'm not gonna sit waste my time, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. So I, I have one guy on the team, like my, my team that basically he handles like four different guys, four different like and you know electrical stuff. Like plumbing, your PM all, guys, yeah, exactly. your project they, manager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, my PM guys is, is also my handyman. My handyman also does like you know he'll go in there and he'll place a toilet for me and rentals. And so they're always moving and doing stuff. And now I got my family on board, so. Because I'm like, yo, the government's going to take half my money anyways. I might as well help my family and get better you as well, right? Take them me. out of the stuff, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Because so this is an important, this is a really important piece to understand about Canadian, the economy of how Canada works and yeah. accounting especially. So for me, silos of where money goes is very important. So business is an example. So if I'm going out to have dinner, I can write off that dinner through being a realtor. I can write off that dinner and that person happens to be a client. I can take it and write that person off through roofing. I can also write that that meal off through YouTube because mm-hmm. hey, we're going out there, we're talking about content. Yeah. Yeah. That is a legitimate reason. You're, you know, you're a creator. I'm a creator. We can come on here. We can. Those are three different silos of write-offs. That is very important. Now, let's say I wanted to go buy clothes. I can probably do that on the realtor side. Mm-hmm. 
Could I do that on the rental side? No, you can't. On YouTube, we probably could though, right? You could on YouTube, but how much can you write off on YouTube? Okay. So there's always, there's lengths and, and gifts. Yeah, how and also how much pulling give, But also right? how much money you make on each source and each silo. So if you have five different silos or eight different silos or five or six or eight different companies, well, you have different things to write money off. It's not like I'm purposely writing it off, but my time is so limited and I only have so much to do. You think when I go out, I'm going to go sit there and try to rip the government off? No, I'm going there to do, to make, to do business yeah. or make money or be with people that are going to help me make money and that is a write-offable piece yeah. well, one right? thing you emphasize was time like you always talk about time 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 i guess my question is that like uh how, how, how do you value like your time you know what i mean like, like how's your schedule yeah yeah it's are, a, are you busy from fucking like eight in the morning till no till, i don't think anybody could put if, a dollar if, value on it too if, yeah sure if yeah. any if anybody if every if anybody oh, says good question good question if anybody <laughs> says like how do i so question how do i value time well time on anybody's watch is important to them right? But you have more of it, obviously, when you're younger and you have less of it when you're more successful. But nobody on the planet says, man, I'm busy from, from morning to day. I have meetings, but that's all bullshit. If they are the case, it's because they're in like, they're in the zone on that particular project. But really nobody works that hard, that much, that crazy because your mind needs time to be creative. That's the part that people don't understand. You can't keep working. You need to have a creative time where your brain can actually reflect on what you're doing to get better the next step or the next day or the next minute or next hour. So my day is definitely not filled from top to bottom. I have stuff to do in, in blocks, but the blocks are different. I don't babysit anymore at all. So I'm not there to be like, hey, this tap is not on properly. This light fixture is not right. I can just walk into place for 30 seconds and I'll be like, okay. And I go in the car and when I'm driving back, I just voice note to my main guy to tell him what I saw. That's it. And it's his responsibility to do the rest. So that's simple, right? I don't need a lot of time to do that. I'm not going to sit there and fucking dog fuck. I also don't make small talk anymore. I've taken small talk out of my vocabulary. I don't even waste my time with that with anybody. I'll meet somebody and I'll, I'll genuinely want to know about that person. I'm not wasting time talking about small talk. I don't talk politics. I don't sit here and I'm not going to be like, hey, like Trudeau did this. I don't give a flying fuck. It doesn't matter to me. What does it matter, man? I got a path. I got a goal. Why do I waste my time in politics? Politics are old for old people. They just want to burn the, their lives talking about politics. But not me, man. I want to talk about how to get better and accomplish great things. Because I only have energy today. I don't know if I'm going to show up tomorrow and have energy. So whatever energy I have today, I'm using it today. Because tomorrow when I wake up, I'm going to have the same goddamn energy. I'm not going to get any extra energy tomorrow. So how on, the, on earth would I want to think that it's the right thing to do to lose what I, what I was given today? So that's what drives me. And if it doesn't drive you, then you need to look at yourself in the fucking mirror and wake the fuck up. So that's how I look at life and to be always moving. But you cannot be always, always grinding. You have yeah. to take 5, 10, 20% of your day to just kind of reflect on what the, you know, the next hour looks like. How do you deal like. with those times where you're like, hey, fuck, I've been grinding for seven days. I've been, I've been like the, the, the. I don't do that anymore. Yeah, because money is a strange thing. Really? When you have the right people in the pl when you have right people in the right places, you don't actually even do much. Yeah, I'm very creative. I'm pretty much creative all the time. So my time now is, is basically sits on an airplane. Like a lot of my life in the last six months has been sitting on a plane. So now what's exciting to me is like aeroplane. I feel points. like I feel like that's like Aeroplan. I feel like that's aeroplane the, points. Love it. Aeroplan no, it's points. funny. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like that's points. the end goal for a lot yeah, of people. Yeah. yeah, yeah so sure, so sure. so what are you striving for, for after sure. that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because a lot of people just want to get to where you're at, and then that's yeah. it. I can RIP. Let me let me let me let me RIP this for half a second. I'm gonna tell you exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna can tell you exactly what. Yeah, ask me whatever you want in a no, second. No, just to make a comment. So like yeah, go, going go, back go. to this airplane point, uh, yes. listening to like a really rich person talk, it's like, okay, yeah, go. people who don't have money, they worry about the money they put on their credit card. People who have money worry about the points that they accumulate on their credit cards. And yeah. essentially, that's a credit card. It's that is a credit card. How yeah, much yeah. points do you make? That's all It's, it's it very, matters. like I need to, I need to, from a, like, from a dollar perspective, like what's my time worth? Um, 
it's hard for me to put a number on what my time is worth. Yeah, I want to know that. But uh, it's a very difficult question to answer. No, like, my, if I, I cannot pinpoint it, but before, but let me just, I just want to read this. I'll talk about airplane points and then money. So this guy says, <laughs> this guy says, you're li- he sends me this message because he's one coming. He's just, uh, he's been to my, one of my events before. Yeah. And, uh, and he said, here's what he says. He said, you're, you're literally doing what I dreamed to do. So why wouldn't I come with and get a look what's under the hood right? I've never been anywhere that wasn't an all-inclusive, so I'm really excited for this amazing experience. So he's one coming to Columbia mm-hmm. in May. Now, I try very hard to get people to come, not because I'm like, hey, I gotta fill this thing up, but I wanna get the right people. So the more people I can get to come, the more I can select who the right people would be, yeah. so that the right group is really good, and people can connect, and DJ people can Khaled. talk, and people can grow. You have to be with somebody that that kind of is in your same league, but also someone with totally different interests and yeah. totally different like aspirations, so that you guys can merge together and grow mentally. Um, so sorry to answer your so to answer the question about money and like airplane points. So airplane points <laughs> for me, I need to make I need to have at least the way I've been flying between four hundred and seven hundred thousand airplane points a year. Jeez. Yeah, I have to. I have to. Yeah, yes. I, I mean, I mean, I, I try. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't fly, that those are big numbers. There we go. Like, so for me, like, now, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, this guy's on a plane every other week to make those numbers. Yeah, yeah, what? yeah, I am, I am. I mean, I'm on a plane. I'm on a plane, f- at least five to seven times a month. Yeah, yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Yeah, did like, I mean, this month I'll be on a plane a lot, maybe twelve times. Yeah, I'm going like on on the tenth. I'm going only to San Francisco. Days in a month. I'm going to San Francisco from the tenth to the fifteenth. I was just in Panama. I got back on the seventh. Uh, on the seventeenth, I'm going to. Um, I'd look at my phone, but yeah. I'm Tennessee, like, right? Yeah. I'll see you in Tennessee. Tennessee. Take me back to Tennessee. I'm happy you got time with you because I know yeah, you're always you. flying. I see your Instagram and yeah, you're yeah, always yeah. like in different which, countries. Which is totally surreal for me because I was never like this, right? Like yeah. I was sitting, dude, I was sitting at a car dealership and I was selling cars. You could have my time for free at any point. But I knew that, like, and I posted about this the other day, like I sat at a car dealership and I sold cars to people that just walked to the door and they would treat me like a piece of shit because yeah. I was a car sales guy and we're all shady as fuck, remember? Because every car sales guy is shady. There's no good ones on the planet. That's exactly, exactly. Yeah. So people would come and they'd sit there, and the only thing that I could and I could I and I didn't sit there and be like, I'm this fucking guy and I have all these units. And I do at that time, like I was pulling in seven figures. Meanwhile, I sold selling Audis, and I'd pull in like the most I ever made at Audis is 135,000 bucks, yeah. and I made between seven and nine times that in all my other businesses. Crazy. It's crazy. And I sat there, and the one thing that really shook me, besides the whole like Audi thing, the whole like uh, six million impressions thing, is I sat in the back of a an Audi S5 two door and these two kids were driving it and they were driving like they were fuck they were like bullying me to take this thing for a drive they're going to get money their dad's going to be all this bullshit and then yeah. I, I told my you know the manager at the time because of course you have to get approval from manager to go for car to mm. with younger whatever under 25 and I'm like dude I don't even go for test drive with these people and he's like he's like man you have to go and they want to come and if they give us, give us a bad like CSI report and it was sat in the back of this car and I thought man these guys are fucking joyriding this thing and I'm risking my life mm-hmm. to make what 3 to 500 dollars wasting my life here mm. and to me I ate that shit up because I needed a T4 to refinance one of my mm-hmm. biggest buildings. And wow. I was afraid that when I was going to refinance this building, the bank would say, well, you don't have a full-time job. So I was like, man, I've been selling Audis for 14 years here. I just quit like three months ago. I didn't want to be in that position. So I just waited and I put up with, I ate shit, even though I had a really good job. Like I would say my job was super easy. I was like mm-hmm. the king of the fucking castle there. I sat behind a, a desk 
And when customers came in, I would just pick and choose when I wanted to talk to them. My computer was there and all I had was my roofing stuff, all my flips. I had everything on a computer. I had guys all set up. So I was basically sitting there like a call center, just, you know, just basically prioritizing <laughs> well, all my shit. Want. Yeah, I could just figure out what I want to do. And if I had a customer, so I, in the end, I didn't even get, I didn't even get customers anymore. All the bosses were like, don't give Mike any leads because he doesn't need it. You know, he's just sitting there. So I just felt like my time was running out and I felt like it was just a time for me to move. And yeah. also anybody that saw me from the outside is like, this guy's an idiot. Like he's. Why the fuck is this guy successful as fuck sitting here selling cars? But for me, I didn't look at it like that because I have no shame, dude. I don't give a fuck. I don't need to sit on a throne to be this cool guy. So now when I see these subscriber numbers, now when I see myself sitting like basically business class, I don't do it all the time because I try to save some of my points, yeah. but I'm a, I try to take business class at least every other flight. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting there on the pod enjoying life with other ballers and shit, which I like to socialize. Half of them are fake, by the way, when you fly <laughs> business class, because they're on this whole like airplane points vibe too. Yeah. Yeah. They're offline for yeah. free points, and some of them actually pay. But at the same time, like when I, I, it's surreal to me. So like when you're asking, when you're looking at me, like I'm in this body for sure. Yeah. But when you're looking at me, saying, "Man, so how how do you accomplish this thing?" I'm like, dude, these are crazy questions that I'm getting because for me, it's just part of life. Yeah. I don't look at it like it's something fucking fresh, new, and exciting. I just yeah. think like, man, we're just aren't, aren't we all trying to get here where I fuck I'm going? Yeah. Like, aren't we all trying to like just buy a bunch of properties? Probably not the best time in Canada, but just try a bunch, bunch, bunch of properties. That'll get something motivated. Then open up a business. If you get some traction, keep fucking put more fuel in it. It'll become something. And then just stop it. Work on it for three years. Don't listen to anybody's opinions. Close your fucking ears. Focus on it for three years. When you've done that shit, see how it goes. Look back and say, hey, this has worked. This hasn't worked. And then do something else. Merge up with one of your boys. Try something new. You can always fuck up, like Hormozzi says, when you're young, Hormozzi, right? Dude. You know what I mean? But it's not, he's, he's great bringing all this information on the street. But the end of the day, man, is like you have the opportunity. We can move. It's up to you whether you want to make that choice to move. Yeah. Right? Like we have that opportunity, man. And the more you do this thing, like you, I have to give you guys props. Here's the deal. You probably make no fucking money off this podcast, but there's five of you yeah. sitting in this fucking room. You hear that? There's five, awesome. there's five dudes sitting in this room talking to me, making no money, and they're all smiling. Yeah. Like, don't Every you all, week. so don't ever lose that. I mean, I'm, 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 not, I'm being 100% serious. 10 years from now, if you're doing something and you're making $300 a day, but two months ago you're making $400 a day, do not be fucking upset. Do not be upset. It might, it's going to make you upset. I swear to you, it is going to make you upset. But you're doing it today for free. Just remember this. It doesn't be podcasts. It can be anything you're doing. But people get so caught up on being better to more than they are today financially. Yeah. Just be better than you are today in every other way except for maybe a number on a board or a number on your phone. I think one big thing we took away is like, thank you for saying that, honestly. Like, yeah, yeah we are here, five of us. We've been putting in work for, for sure. time. But what we learned is this. Consistency, you can't be consistency. Hmm. Time and time again, like we've consistently grown. Like we've outdone ourselves every time. Like, for, for example, sure. having you on, I guarantee you, like, people are going to hear the message. They're going to hear the content. They're going to understand. This is something that's not going to end right here. No, it's something that it's going to be continual. It's sure. going to be something beneficial. And at the end of the day, it's like, it's something that we like to do. And yeah. I think that's a, the whole goal. 100%. Find something that you love, yeah. make it a passion, and just run with it. Yeah, yeah and, it's, and it's a resume. You're putting a resume out there, right? And you get more guys and it kind of becomes something. Like the podcast vibe is not new whatsoever. But yeah. what the podcast thing does for you is it puts you on the internet. So if you have to basically show someone what the fuck you do in this particular aspect, you can be like, yeah, just jump on YouTube and just search us. Yeah. It's that easy. Yeah. Like it's the best thing, easiest thing ever. It's the to best do. resume, right? It's the best resume, man. Yeah. It gets you experience. Now you have experience in talking to people, asking questions, digging more information. And maybe you learn something. Not always, because you in your position right now, it's like hosting a party. 
Are you really having fun at the party? You're kind of hosting it. You have fun. You have fun in spurts when you remember to have fun. For the most part, you're thinking, holy shit, what am I asking next? What's the next question? Where's this conversation going? That's what you're thinking about. I'm thinking about shit. I've done this fucking enough times. <laughs> Not in this exact just situation. Just the party having yeah. fun. But I'm, dude. I'm like, yo, this is sick. Yeah, right? I, I, I was gonna talk. say, like, yeah, I feel like I know the 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 answer to this question, but like, what's the next three years like? Because like, I feel like you're always gonna be like, go, go, go. Yeah. Let's keep yeah, on yeah, growing yeah. this yeah. business. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I can tell you exactly in a few pieces where it's gonna go. So this, the next, the, the big thing on my plate right now is IDU. So Income Diversity University. What's gonna happen with that is we're gonna have all these events in other countries. People are going to come, guys like us are going to go, yeah. we're going to have a good time, but we're also going to learn about what happens in those countries from how to bring money from Canada there, how to make money, how to send the money back to Canada, how to use that money in other countries, what interest you can make on your money, all those types of, all those types of pieces. Learn about the culture, open your mind. So when people kind of experience that, they're going to be sold to understand like, man, there's more to life than just all inclusives like I talked about. And Canada's great, but Canada allows us to actually have a gateway to other countries where we are superior in that space. Mm-hmm. And when you have more people that understand you're superior in that space, that's going to draw more people in. And because I'm at the top of the food chain and I got you guys there, people are going to respect down. me in yeah. that space, right? So ID will grow and now we'll add more countries to it. We're going to have more Ho- like co-hosts like me so I have um, so Amar I don't know if you know Amar but Amar joined the team with me mm-hmm. so it's me and Amar now the next one we're going to do it's going to be two of us so he's going to bring a totally different aspect that I'm going to bring I'm going to bring the business side of things super hyper excitable all that fun mm-hmm. stuff yeah. um, and structure of businesses he's going to bring the details he's going to bring like charts he's going to he's going to be the real nitty gritty the nitty gritty the, the numbers the depth of different yeah. things but also he brings the body he's very big into understanding your body breathing how to work on your body, how to be a better man, how to dress better, how to smell better. So better All, content now. Like you're, you're yeah. diving from like fast cars to a yeah. full human being now. Exactly. So, th- so it's a, like for me, I'm a grinder. So I don't care about my body as much. I'm hyper. I'm good. Why not? But if my knees hurt, I don't care. I just keep moving because it's not important to me. I wasn't raised to worry about my body. I was worried about being a winner and being successful. And those things did not really care about caring about your body, right? Mm-hmm. So Amar brings the body portion of it. So together now, it's going to help us. So part of that is adding more countries to it. So I have a guy in Costa Rica, uh, Buddy Riley. So he's going to add to this piece. So we're going to have eventually be, it'll be Colombia, Panama, and Costa Rica. So those three places. Mm-hmm. Now when I build this, when I build these, if you've seen some renderings of it, I guess I can, I can send you Brandon some of the videos of this project that I'm building. So you yeah. guys can put it up on the screen there. So you yeah. can see how nice, how sick it is. It's like dope as hell. So the six and a half acres that I bought, uh, so it costs big money, but I'm building these cabins, like super ultra modern, like out of this world, amazing, beautiful cabins. You see these things, it's like drop dead gorgeous. So I'm building, in total, I'm starting off with seven, and then I'm gonna have a small event center there, and then underneath I'm gonna have five more. So I'm gonna be 12 units total in this little enclave of six and a half acres, looking at this rock. My prices are gonna be anywhere between 200 and $300. My total cost of this project, Anyways, it's, it's basically going to make lots Ricardo, of Ricardo, is this wait, the wait, ones wait. you showed me? Yeah, or these, yeah these are the ones that, like, essentially just straight up, right? Um, they're, on an an- they're on an angle. They look yeah. sexy. They look yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like very, yeah. like, just like... They're modern as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. modern as fuck. Like, okay, yeah, I've seen yeah, them. Yeah. Fine. What was the yeah, total, total cost of the project, then? Oh, well, I don't know because it's not built yet. So right? yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm so seven point something, say, But I would say, yeah, I mean, I would say that if I had to add up all the math, let's just talk about the seven that are there right now. Yeah. I should probably net, it's going to probably cost me about a 
just about 1.7 million bucks yeah. for the units, less the land. But the mm -hmm. land sort of negates itself because there's four plots to it. And if I sell the three plots now, I'll probably be up like 100 grand about. Yeah. Like the land itself is, yeah. So the, if I just sold the land on like 100 grand and I get to keep the free part on top, and if I build the seven, it's gonna probably cost 1.8 million bucks and it should net, should gross about 575 a year and I should net about 400 because the cost and yeah. so, so, make, so I, make, I spend 1.8 million, I get 400 a year. Yeah, so it's gonna be paid off in basically five and a half, five years. Yeah, well, I'll ask you real quick. So like, do you find international money is probably where it's at right now, especially like living in Canada? Um, I think, I, you know, Jeremy says this really well. He said, everybody's an investor until you have to cut a check. Yeah. Right? Like that's a really good point. I mean, that's tr tested and true. Everybody doesn't mind doing that if every uh, everybody else is doing that. But right now, because I'm doing a business, like I said, nobody else is doing this. There's not too many other guys that I know of that's running these events to take people to show them. And there's a few people that are doing international stuff, but they're a lot older than me generally. They're nobody as young that understands the game in today's world. They're just coming from money that they're developers in Toronto or they're developers in Vancouver and they're building stuff in Mexico. In Colombia, because it's still dangerous and because it's like politically not as stable in people's minds, right? I mean, they've got a new government now, but whatever, this boring yeah. talk. But I will tell you that when you go there, when you see with your own eyes and you people that are already invested in there, it's yeah. amazing. It's a beautiful place. Um, but anyways, yeah, I mean, I think that, I think that just investing in this place three years from now, when this is all done, it's making the money it has, it's going to make hypothetically. And even if it doesn't, it makes half the money. It doesn't matter, man. I have a fucking mountain yeah. in a beautiful spot that nobody can take away from me. It's yeah. the highest, tallest, widest mountain. Looking at this rock, you can see it from everywhere in this That's area. Yeah. It's it's the craziest thing. It's a mountain, man. It's it's yeah. the so I never thought if you looked at me and said, man, you own a mountain, you have all these things, you're making this much money, you know, and, and you're doing amazing. I will say the next step for me, Mike. Next step for me, Mike, is that. Once this is created, I'm going to partner with other guys that have projects like this in other South American countries, yeah. and I want to create a combined brand. More cool. mountains? Yeah, yeah, a combined brand. A combined brand. So you, yeah. have, you, have a hotel, you have a hotel very similar to this in wherever. El Salvador, Bel in Belize. Guatemala. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wherever Nicaragua, it is that's fancy, wherever, that has yeah. a certain level of standard, now we have three hotels, five hotels. In the end, there's a room with six of us here. We all have Monopoly. six hotels, one center, cent, central brand. That's sick. Yeah. And then guess what? Now we have our own money. We share profits and we kind of, so that's what, I, that's probably in the end. I could sell the project. I could, um, I could get the project in different ways, but there's so many ways you could skin a cat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? well, one thing I want to yeah, say go, is, go. is um, like, I feel like you, you, you are, are very like alpha male in the sense of like you push, you know, I feel like in society mm. nowadays, mm -hmm. the, the male image is, mm -hmm. is, is being stomped on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can't be too male. Happy you know Women's I mean? Day, bro. Happy Women's Day. I mean, no, like, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. No, it's true. Happy Women's Day. Honestly, happy Women's Day. But anyways, yeah. like, I feel like that, that, that male, like, um, that alpha male is being yeah. stomped on. You know what I mean? And you portray that. And I know you have a son too. Yeah, you know what sure, I mean? For sure, for so sure, so sure, how sure. much of that like, like, do, do you put on to him? You know, like being a man, you know, uh, providing for your family and just keep on yeah, pushing. Like yeah, that. yeah. I, I think I like the, the, the problem, okay, that's a really good question. I think one, um, behind every strong man is generally a stronger woman at some point in their life, right? Whether it be your mom, whether it be a girl, whether it be your wife, whatever it is, you have to have a woman behind you to, in some respect. You don't need them all your life, but you need them at certain points yeah. in your life to mm. kind of help you, right? Like whether it be your ego or whatever. Um, a really good question. I think that, that that's 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 a really good question in the sense of understanding that a super alpha male always loses. Mm. Here's the problem: is that most men are very egotistically driven, right? So it's all ego. So super alpha men, very very hard headed. I'm gonna make this work, even if it's a complete fucking failure. Which is my partner in the restaurant business. He's very very hard headed, very alpha male, very stubborn. Only thinks one way. I'm actually the complete opposite. I'm I'm alpha male in the sense that I'm just I. I I'm not alpha male, maybe it's just termed wrong, but I'm very driven in the sense that I understand that opportunity only exists today. Tomorrow, it's not given. 
So as long as I know that today exists for me, I have a good time, I can dance, I can drink nasty, I can drink water, I can drink whatever the fuck I want to drink, right, 1942, whatever we want to drink, we can yeah. drink it. But I'm given the opportunity today to drink it. Mm -hmm. And because I know that that's the case, and I kind of keep going back to that and blah, blah, but the problem is, is that what we do is that we try to find, a, we generally find a mate or a girl or a guy, whatever your, your shtick is, and those generally don't always help you. Just like they always joke around that your family is not always your biggest supporter. They're your no. biggest helper sometimes, but they're not always big, biggest supporter because they care for you so much that they actually pull you back sometimes. They don't let you be free and be a wild child when you need to be a wild child. When you're yeah. young, you can be a wild child and nobody's going to judge you for it. You can do all kinds of crazy shit to get experiences, but when you get older, you can't be that person anymore. Mm -hmm. You're going to be responsible. You can't say cuss words because that looks degrading or it doesn't make you as proper as possible. Yeah. So it's really funny because when I go places... I was in, when I was in Panama last week, I went and met this British guy. He saw me on YouTube, whatever. He connected with me. He's like, hey, man, I, hear, I see you're in Panama. You want to connect? I own six hotels. So this guy's pretty well off, loaded, got six hotels. He's obviously mean something. Sick, yeah, British guy, cool guy, because he likes cars. And he was, I'm a huge car guy. So he grabbed some cars in England. He's in Panama now. He's a hotel. He came from England, whatever. We chilled for a bit. He's like, man, you want to roll with me? I'm going to, the, going to go to this British embassy. They're having a big, big fucking luncheon. And I'm like, yeah, I'll roll with you. Yeah. I was rolling, dude, in a, in a red... Andrew uh, in, a, in a Davies jersey, yeah, okay, sure. soccer Davies jersey, yeah, Canadian. and yeah, Canadian, yes. and a, like, and yes. it said Canada right here, all red, yeah. Canada T-shirt, not shirt, just a straight up T-shirt, just proper, but, yeah, just then just black jeans like I'm wearing now, and some beat up shoes because I was walking, right, yeah. and I'm rolling in here, and there's a maximum of 50 people, they have a cap of 50 people. There was there was Irwin who's a British guy, and there was me. We rolled in here, everybody's wearing suits, all the females were all wearing dresses and shit, and then this clown shows up like he just got out of the gym, okay, and I show up to this place, and in the end. I was hugging the, the ambassador of Jamaica to Panama and the ambassador to England to Panama. Both got pictures right there and then. Dude, and again, when you ask our question, man, how did you get in the position that you could take a picture with the both ambassadors? Mm. I was just me. And You're I don't give a real. flying fuck. I was real, but I wasn't real in the sense like you gotta be dope and gangster and shit. Yeah. I no. was real in the sense that like, so I grabbed, and the reason I did it is because I will put, my, I will put myself front and center to make sure that everybody knows me and I don't give a flying fuck what anybody thinks about me. Mm -hmm. That's very important. So I grabbed the microphone and, I, and they're talking about Cologne. Cologne's an area in Panama that used to be a big free trade area. Mm -hmm. But it's really been hit because now people are buying shit on the internet. They're mm -hmm. not buying shit to Cologne. So Cologne's going down. So they're basically trying to pump up Cologne and talking about the free trade zone. So I grabbed the microphone and I said, well, how's your housing? Because I know a little bit of housing. So I said like, I said, you know, you obviously want to bring all these people into Cologne. What is the housing? What does the rental stock housing look like? Mm. And I said, based on that, is there enough water to supply? Because Panama has a shortage of water. I know that. Yeah. So then I brought those two questions. I put them together. Nobody else asked the fucking questions because, of course, all the suits don't say shit. So I brought those questions up and people were like, oh, great question. And they're like, great question. And then I grabbed the mic again. I asked another fucking question. So I said, as a Canadian, I understand that, blah, 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 you know, because I'm wearing the Canada shirt. So I made myself known, regardless of what I look like. Most people want to hide when they're not up to par. But no, bro, you got to put yourself out even further. Let people judge you. Let them fucking judge you. That's what they're going to do. They're going to judge you. They're going to judge me on this podcast for talking 95% of the fucking time. But you know what? I was brought on here to talk. Not here to shut the fuck up. They've already heard what you have to say. Yeah. They're yeah. here to hear me. Yeah. Right, and that's the reality of life. So I try to be very straightforward with what I have to say. I try to just be genuine about it because, man, like if you're here for a purpose, be that purpose. I've never heard that because because I've always heard like, oh, uh, do you ever feel imposter syndrome? Do you ever feel like you're not supposed to be in a room where you're like, fuck it, like 
you're, maybe you, maybe yeah. you might feel like that, but make yeah. sure you're you're known in that yeah. room. Yeah. I'm you, know, you, know, like that. you know what I tell well, my son? I t- just you can. Tell well, me I was just gonna say real quick. It's just like it's crazy for you to like put yourself in that position where you're like you came in not wearing the right attire. You knew you're gonna be a target. Hundred percent. Conversation. They're gonna be like, "Why is he wearing this?" And you're like, "Okay, if I'm gonna be a conversation, yeah. be the one that actually knows what's going down." Yeah, yeah. Or you're an offense. Yeah. I'm an offense. <laughs> an if offense. I'm an offense, there's not much you can do. Well, own right? defense. Yeah. yeah. If I'm on, and you know what? You, if you're on defense, guess what happens? Your ego gets targeted. Yeah. Right. Because now I'm at. retracting. Mm. If I'm pushing, you're not pushing me back. Mm. And if you're pushing me back, if you are, if you attempt to push me back, I can sense it based on your body language, just how you look at me. Mm-hmm. And that's that's gonna create this back and forth. And if you ha- if you, if I'm on offense and you bully me back with offense, people around know it. And then who looks like the bad guy? It's you. the one, the attacker. Exactly. Right. So I'm just I'm already pushing. My I, the room is the room is neutral, and I'm coming in. I'm pushing with a real question. I'm not mm-hmm. fucking pushing because I'm like, yeah, I'm here and I'm I'm not I'm not an idiot, right? You want to come up with a proper question that's actually gonna dig into people's minds and go deep. And when you have that. And you can only get this when you're versed in lots of different things in the world. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Because at some point, someone's going to ask you a question that's out of your realm. But if you have enough information across the board, you can relate to something in what you do. So it's kind of important to kind of understand the grand scheme of things, but always learn, right? You know? Do you um, think that's why you do so well is because you relate to a lot of people? Because like that's what uh, even too just meeting you firsthand. Yeah, I felt like I had like an instant connection because we talked music. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. what do you do? Right? Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like that's kind of like your edge. You yeah. build those relationships with people, and then yeah. they kind of like they give you the opportunity to let you talk. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's just also man, it's I think it's just life in general. Like it starts off from like being young, listening to Tupac to understand like why the fuck are black people killing black people? Like stupid. This was this growing up in the in the early two thousands. That was a thing. It was a thing. Like all Tupac's lyrics was like, "Yo, why is everybody killing each other?" So understanding, like, yeah, it's true, man. We're all here to get better. Like, we're all rowing the same direction. Like, why are we fighting? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm always trying to be like, man, like you have some, you have strengths about you that I don't know about, right? Like, I know I'm here today for me. Yeah. But you have strengths on you that I don't know about. Mm-hmm. So like, let's talk about it, man. Let's try to figure out how we can get better together. And then you will remember that because nobody does it, bro. People nobody does sit. it. Why do you think nobody does it? I feel like I have so many family <sighs> members, so many it. friends ego. who just stay stagnant. They don't fucking like, like they don't benefit. Insecure, off bro. You they're think insecure. it's ego? No, Going back to what you said, ego. Because they're trying, they're trying to get better for themselves. And they're like, yo, if I get better, then I'm better and I'm cool. But I'm like, dude, like you only get better if you get better. Yeah. If you get better, I get better. Yeah. I'm not getting better by myself. I'm climbing this little solo, dude. No water. You're my fucking water. Like That's we have a teacher, to get, though. You have, have teacher quality. Yeah, bro. You got like, but it's dude. Like I want to learn too, right? It's like a, it's like a two way street. I want to learn, but I will say, man, like, so quickly, just back to my whole like vision and how this all kind of relates together. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like the whole like multiple streams of income works this way. It's the best way to explain it, is that the roofing company works really well when I private lend money to somebody that is doing a flip because that flip will require a roof. And if it doesn't require my roof or my people, I can advise you on where to, where to pay and how much to spend. Now I become an advisor on your flip. Mm. Now because I have a roofing company, again, when a roof leaks, I get called. When I get a roof leak to call, I show up, the place is a disaster, I have a, I have a, flip, I have a rental company, as I mentioned, that can deal with all that. Yeah. But because I am a, and I understand the roofing aspect of things, when I show up to a border to Panama, for example, they say, what do you do for a living? Well, I know I'm talking to a guy, so I never say I'm a roofer. I don't tell them that I'm a flipper or that I have rentals or that I private lend or that I have, like obviously there's some angel investing businesses that I'm involved in. Yeah. I've loaned money out, they're a money business. Yeah. I don't say any of that shit. I tell them I'm a YouTuber. And they're like, 
oh, okay. What kind of stuff do you tube? And I'm like, oh, pull up your phone. And they pull up their phone and I show them Accelerator. They're like, oh, wow, this is good. Can I get a selfie? Yeah. And actually that happens quite a bit, but it happens, it happened, it's never happened, but it's happened once in Costa Rica. I showed up and the guy recognized me when I pulled up and he's like, he's like, you look familiar. He pulled up, he's like, YouTube? And he's like, let me get a selfie. So I got a selfie with the, with the guy in Costa Rica at the border when my son was with me. And that was the first time that ever happened to me. But that's what you want to bring. You want to bring a quality to somebody that somebody likes or wants. Which is why what you're doing, you might make no money today, but somebody at some point is going to see you. Mm-hmm. And that's going to matter, right? That's what's important is the, the attention. It's, it's what you do today will actually play a part in your future. You just don't know it yet. Mm. You don't. Yeah. It's going to show up. We don't know. This is what I'm talking about today is going to show up. It's going to show up at some point. Somebody, three years from now, some, let's say, for example, you know, in a year, some girl's interested in me and she's like, well, what do you like? And she'll check my name out because the world is a fucking dangerous place, to be honest. For females, it is because guys are fucking weird sometimes. And it could be dangerous for guys if you're in Colombia, not in Canada. The joke's funny, but <laughs> the, the reality is they might, they might Google. Yeah, they want your kidneys, right? They want your exactly. kidneys. Yeah. The exactly. girls in Canada, they don't want our kidneys. Matter of fact, they don't even want us half the time. They don't even want us. But if they are interested, they could Google my ass, and then this podcast could come up, and they could watch the whole thing, because then they're going to know what I'm like, yeah. right? Like, So he's part salesman. He's got a lot of stuff going on. He's a busy body. Do you think he can settle down with me? Hard, right? Hard. But in two years, maybe I'm a different person. Yeah. That's the thing. So that's what's important for me to document where I'm at right now in my life, which is why I came here today. So I could tell you my story of where I'm at right now. Because one year from now, I can watch this video again for my own personal selfishness and be like, okay, he was here today. Where is he at now? Better or worse? What was my mind thinking at the time? I liked my energy back then. What was I thinking about? When was the last time you did a podcast? Wow. Um, I did one with uh, Ian, who was was a gym guy. He's got a gym guy around the corner. Yeah. So I did with him. Um, to be honest, I didn't want to do them until I had, I don't know. I felt like a lot of these things are a lot of work sometimes, yeah, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like mentally thing and, and I have to be in the right mindset, especially if I'm even in the middle of something. And I was like in total travel zone. So I didn't yeah, want to yeah. come back and just talk about travel, right? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But now I'm actually getting some progress. I have my permits and my land. Yeah. All my businesses are doing well and they're, I've always been doing okay. Um, yeah. And I'm just, and I've been a year and a little bit kind of single now. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. yo, I'm kind of just enjoying the single life. You know what I mean? Kind of yeah, doing yeah. that vibe. And I just want to kind of do a lot of like PR work essentially, right? Yeah, for sure. And personal branding is a PR, man. You got to go is. out there and sell yourself, right? You know what I mean? What you're doing. Nobody's going to come on the podcast and be like, well, man, you know, yeah, I'm a, I'm a loser and I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing anything. You know, I'm just going over my buddy's snack, going to smoke some weed and just chill out. And what are you doing tomorrow? Well, I'm doing the same thing, man. I'm just got buddies smoking weed. Yeah. So cool. Good for you. But you can't get on a podcast. Nobody's fucking interested. Nah, no one's right? interested. No, no, unless you're with Khalifa. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. For a period of time. But exactly. you ask me three years from now. Probably not, not going to be around. There'll be a new Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Wiz obviously is a little bit older than that, but I would say there's always new men. It's always new. It's always exciting. Same yeah. like properties. You asked me Costa Rica. Costa Rica was super hype. Crazy. Now Costa Rica, no more. You know, you got like, bro, even like, you're going to ask anything. Even like the influencer blogger girls, yeah. they were hyped three, four years ago. Last year, a little bit before last year, guess what? OF, OnlyFans. Yeah. Big deal. Now OnlyFans, who the fuck Nothing. talks about? Nothing. Nothing. So we're all in this hype game. It's hype, hype, hype. We're like hype. We're like hype. And then it's gone. So this could be hype, but could this last a year? Maybe, maybe not. So you have maybe. to always remember, man, whatever you get into, it's hype. You've got to fucking run with it as fast as you can. I feel like that's, that's like the Drake method. I was you know, you got to stay on top of it. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Even too, though, it goes back to what you were saying before with like this coaching thing. You're like, you were on top for so long. You did it. Yeah. But you're like, it's not my time right now. I see other guys who are doing better than 100%. me. It's your time. Take it's, it's it over. His time, and it's man. like, I think that's that kind space. of the idea. It's like, move with the water. Like, 
I forget what uh, uh, UFC fighter said. He's like, don't be, or don't be, don't ride the wave, be yeah. the flow. Yeah. Which is kind of the same idea. It's like, retire when you're on top, baby. Yeah, you yeah exactly, top. right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You gotta, if you don't retire, man. So that's why this whole, like, trying this international investing as a Canadian guy at my age with all these things on the go, there ain't nobody like me. No, Especially taking it. guys to show them what the fuck it's like. Nobody's doing that. Yeah. People are going for boys' trips. You're not learning shit on boys' trips, man. I get drunk. it. So it's a high, yeah, it's, for me, it's a hybrid of a boys' trip, but it's also a thing to learn stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So It's that perfect it's gap fire. that needs to be filled. Man, it is, for sure it is. For sure it is. And in Canada, I don't know how long this real estate, you know, thing's gonna last. It's obviously on a downward convection. What are your thoughts convention. on Canadian real estate? Yeah, I mean, I think that the game's still the same. Still buys. Nothing's really changed. Obviously, yeah. it's down thirty percent from its highs. Yeah. Will it go up? Will it go down? Anybody's anybody knows. Who nobody knows. We're getting a million immigrants. So obviously, everybody's like, yeah, it's gonna be great. You know, like someone needs a place to live. But that's kind of we've always brought people in this country. So there's yeah. no timeline on this. Either, you don't think right now? No, I think. I mean, I think that if the numbers work, you could find deals in any in any economy and any environment because you want people that that's that want to sell and just you know reflip and there's yeah. always a way to yeah. make money yeah, yeah. and make make a deal but real estate is boring as fuck to me man in canada yeah damn. so for me it's like yeah it's like i'm out i'm not that interested i've already got my stuff it's been running for like god damn it shit i started when i was 21 so it's yeah. been like whatever a long time in the yeah. making and, and going and it just it just rolls man what's exciting to me is businesses new shit you know the future international investing youtube's a sick game yeah because the metrics are money, you know what I mean? Like, as I said, we're making like 13K a month, every month, month in, month out, making 13 13K a month from that's YouTube, wild, man. That sounds bro. like a fucking dream, huh? I know. Well, <laughs> for us, yeah, it yeah, is, because yeah, like, yeah. you put so much, yeah. like, that's the crazy part, especially, like, yeah. I want to ask you this about YouTube. Cool. Did you put a lot of money into it before you even started making money? Study. That, yeah. yeah study. Wait, Wait, look at this right? beautiful place. Well, that's I'm sure we'll have a right? camera view of it all. Because that's kind of, I think, what we're biting through right now. It's like, yeah, we're... Like you're bleeding. That's the best way to put it. Hundred percent. You're, ble- yeah. you're bleeding. Yes. You're bleeding. You're bleeding yes. until it fucking makes you money. Yes. It's gonna be a while. And even us too. I think like, I think that's the best team dynamic mm. when you can come to like yes. an agreement that we're gonna bleed together. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You gotta have everybody on board that you're gonna bleed. You know. But it takes it takes a while, man. And we still we still lose money in lots of spots. Like I have to take yeah. pick up a car. I got this Maserati outside. The thing fucking sucks. Sexy. Gas like crazy. Yeah. It's a hundred. Basically, hundred bucks to get to London, and then hundred bucks to get back to Toronto. That's two hundred bucks. So I got to make at least twenty thousand views because I make basically if you don't know oh, the metrics. Oh, make the money back. Oh. Yeah. So every yeah. ten thousand views, every ten thousand views, I make a hundred bucks. So at sure. a at a you know that's why I get like like this month if you check social media we're at one point three million. That's thirteen grand. Yeah. yeah. Pretty yeah. straightforward. Easy metrics to understand, right? Yeah. So this thing is gonna cost me basically. I got to make twenty thousand views before I turn a profit just on paying for the gas forget the lights in here taxes and everything else yeah right mm-hmm. so there's an example so i got to make at least thirty-five thousand views hypothetically on this video to forty thousand, just to break just even to break. Yeah. Be- besides me making money besides anything it is a it's a cost of doing business in youtube but the but the benefit for me is the exposure i get yeah the so that's the 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 yeah the market the pr right yeah. 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 Branding. You saying earlier about like having multiple business streams where it's like it goes from here to this to this to yeah. this to this, sure, and that's where sure. you make your real money. So, yo, yeah, what's your sure. favorite car? Yeah, the one right behind you, baby. Jeez. Really? Oh shit! So that is the fastest car. Right here. That is the fastest car in the world. I mean, the Lucid is now, but that is the second fastest car. It was the fastest car for a long time. It's a Plaid, right? Yeah, it's the Tesla second Plaid, so. fastest car in the yeah. world. I was the second Holy. person, second person in Canada to get one. The car is like a year and a half old now. It's got eleven thousand kilometers on it. I track the shit out of it every second I can get, for the most part. <laughs> There's nothing that has whooped me in that car. I've beaten every single car I've ever. I mean, the thing does nine point. I got a good. I question. average between nine point three to nine point six on the quarter mile. The thing is a beast. That's it doesn't need a roll cage. It's, it's super fast. It fits four people, right? Me plus four people, and yeah. Wow. But I get. But here's the problem. I get two cars a week, so the car never gets driven. I got two trucks mm. that I own. I got this. I got a nine eleven turbo, 
and I get two cars per week from manufacturers. So how do I get the time to drive these things? Okay, yeah. okay so two questions. Yeah. How'd you build the connection to get those? Yes. And then also the other one is, yes. what's the biggest lemon you've ever been, re you've received? Okay, so how do I get the contacts to get one is I started with friends. So I started reviewing friends' cars, or me and Ian started reviewing friends' cars. And then from that, we got some success with it. So I got an Audi RS, RS Q5 uh, and, an, and a Range Rover autobiography from two really good friends. And that and those those reviews basically shot up. So they have like 1.7 million on the channel and the other one has like 1.6 yeah. million. So obviously that's basically 35 grand just in revenue off those two cars, yeah. which is amazing, right? Yeah. So you want oh, every yeah. video to do like that. Yeah. So once you get some, some level of success like that, you take those videos, you give it to the manufacturer and say, hey, I've got some level of success. Can you give me a car to think? So they'll give you a piece of shit car. So you get like the most basic Kia, whatever. And then from those, you do a really good job with it. So again, what you guys are doing, all five of you guys, you take all this data and you spend all this time on this Kia. The Kia does well or the Kia shits the bed, but you keep doing, you keep doing, you make no money, no money, more no money. And then suddenly starts getting some money because you get views because that RSQ5 is doing well and the autobiography is doing well. And then from then you take other, you know, take a Kia and be like, hey, Chrysler, Kia gave me a car, Porsche, Chrysler gave me a car. Mm. And then you're like, boom. And then before you know it, three years in the making, you have every single brand on your team. Wow. So you broke yeah. into Ferrari then, I'm assuming? No, because they don't have press cars, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I have buddies that have Ferraris and they'll, they'll give me cars and they'll be like, yeah, man, just review this car. But I will tell you that supercars make no money on the channel. Okay. Wow. Trucks do. Yeah, trucks. And certain, like, if you, like, everyday cars make money. Yeah, because so people, people want to watch. Yeah, exactly. So people want to watch Yeah, people yeah. want to so watch this Ferrari. Might be my lack of, like, knowledge no, or, no, like, research. Rivian, have yeah. you done that one yet? There is only one guy that I've met out of Oakville that I'm supposed to get my we hands on one. Yeah, Don't we know Indian him? Guy, yeah. Isn't the one guy, the Indian guy you showed yeah. me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. our buddy showed us. So he had, like, yeah. he has a Rivian, so it's like. Yeah, but I think it's old news for us now already. That's the problem. So we're in we're a new car channel. So if you if you don't pop new cars, and like, a Rivian's not new anymore, right? So it's not going to do very well. Like if you got to stay up to date. You got to get the newest car. So I just did this brand new electric Volvo. It's doing pretty well on the channel now. It's three out of 10 because if you know, uh, YouTube is judged by, we judge it, creators judge it out of 10. So it's like if you uh, videos pop and it's one out of 10 in the last yeah. 10 videos or it's three out of 10 in the last mm. 10 videos or, oh, or yes. nine out of 10. So when, a, when we pop a new video out and it does three out of 10 off the gate, we're like, we got a winner. Yeah, that's right. Huge. Yeah, it's huge. So yeah. this Volvo we've done, it's all electric. It's called an EX90. I just did it in a cool studio in Toronto. Um, so that should do well. But if well, you do something, what are your thoughts that, on the electric movement nowadays? The electric vehicles. Yeah, I think the infrastructure is terrible. I think that if you don't, Possible. if you can't charge the car, it sucks. So you have to buy something as a second car. You plug it at home. You take it to work. Come back. Plug it at home. It's perfect. You yeah. can't get anything better because it costs absolutely nothing. But if you need something to go to Toronto and then come back and then drive to Windsor and then you're just using the car all the time, you don't have time to charge it. You know, you don't have the time to charge it. The only way you can do that is by buying a Tesla because this thing charges. Like basically in 45 minutes, I have like a 90% charge and yeah. I can do almost 500 kilometers. So that's amazing. Like I drive like an idiot, so I get 300 kilometers, but, the, but oh, it just said hello to yeah, me. Yeah, she talked yeah, to she us. Talked I to heard that. Yeah, 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 yeah. This thing's like fully automated. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, so Tesla has really good infrastructure. So if you can't charge your cell phone, it doesn't matter how good your cell phone is. You need to charge the cell phone. Yeah, that right. is the problem, right? Yeah, so if there's access. no charge, you get to airport. Everybody has Android charges, and you got an iPhone I remember 14. Remember when gas so was shooting up like to two dollars? All the Tesla guys were happy. Laughing. All yeah, the Tesla guys it, were laughing. Killing it, killing it. Okay, lemon though. You yes. Know, giving us is lemon. What's the biggest lemon you've ever received? Um, I think the lemons and for what me. Brand? Yeah. So the lemons for me, not the car. It's the effort we put into a video, and it totally shits the bed. That uh, is the problem. So we've spent a lot. Of, so we've gone a, a lot of press trips. So we will f get flown out to California wherever we get flown out to, obviously all over the US. And we get there and we spend a lot of time filming the car, like a lot of effort, time, passion goes in these videos and we only get like 15 to 30,000 views, which is basically like 30 bucks or yeah, no. Yeah, whatever it is. No, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, 300 bucks, 300 bucks, which sounds like a lot, but it's actually not when you're, when you're considering that I'm spending 
two to three days of my time to fly there, go there and do that. But I'm yeah. building it for contacts, number one. Two, it's a really good experience. And three, it's sick that I get to get flown by a manufacturer, right? Oh, so all yeah. that is, all that's pretty sick. So that's the problem. So the lemons are not the cars because so cars the car? are not lemons. What was the car for the video? Um, like, a sh like a shitty car that I didn't really like, you mean? Yeah. Bro, well, honestly, like, there's a car for everybody, honestly. Yeah. Um, some people, like, it's all related to sales, right? So like shitty cars are like mass produced cars. So like any, like a basic Honda Civic is boring as shit to me. Easy to film, RAV4, but they do well on the channel, right? Mm. Like a basic Kia, boring during a drive. Mm. Um, so, but now everything's electric. So basically I would say electric movement is very boring because it does the same thing. It's like on, off, on, off, yeah. on, off. There's no gas powered cars, right? Mm. So this Maserati I'm driving is dope. Like it's sick. It's all mechanical, yeah. right? It's so all, yeah, it's all, it sounds dope. It looks dope. It, it just, it feels dope. Everything about it is like, is engaging. Yeah. You want like an yeah. engaging kind of car. Whereas electric, like this Tesla, man, was the Tesla cost me just over 200 grand. I mean, this thing was 181 plus taxes. So it's like 200 and something. Yeah. It's a lot of money it, for a car. No, absolutely not. It's a waste of money. <laughs> a huge waste of money. Yeah. I, before this, I had a, uh, an R8 Spider. It was a great car. The car that car cost me 220 plus taxes. So that was like. But two, you felt yeah. it everywhere you Yeah, I loved it. Right? I felt it. I looked good in it. It was stylish. It was dope. It looked sick. Like it's, a, it's basically a poor man's Lambo if you ask any Lambo owner. Except yeah. most Lambo owners don't actually own new ones. They own 2015s and 16s. <laughs> but whatever. The you beef. I mean? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The real yeah, beef yeah, yeah. comes Well, out. I mean, I'm, the, the, problem, man, the problem is we live in a world that's fake, right? So most yeah. guys that have Lambos don't actually own it. And if they do own it, it's borrowed money from their properties or it's leased. It's not really even theirs. They're usually mm -hmm. renting it. There's some sort of weird hybrid or ownership. There's there. always a loophole. The, yeah, it's the not the really their car. That's a weird thing. That's a weird thing. They didn't come out of their pocket and take, you know, take money and actually buy it with their own money. They didn't do that. They did something different, yeah. which is what bothers me. I feel like I, I'm still old school that way where you take your own money out of your own pocket and buy your own things so that if the economy does take a shit kicking, you still so own it. Mind. So mind. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Okay. It's just yeah. a mindset, right? So yeah. I'm, I, I'm old mindset in some way and I'm new mindset in other ways. Yeah. And I think mixing them both together is not a bad thing. Very nuanced with right. it. Well, yeah, like I think like, you know, like it's almost time to wrap the up. Yeah, bro, wrap it up. Uh, I can talk my fucking brain. Honestly, this has been one of the best conversations ever. Good, Straight bro. up. And it's been how long? An hour and 40 minutes? Let's go. Yeah, this is the longest episode Yo, on New Vita history, but honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was fucking well worth it. And it, honestly, it didn't yeah. feel like it. You're so well versed in everything. Thanks, like, man. you're an expert in what you talk about, which Thanks, is yeah. what I think made it so nice yeah. to is talk Is there anything to you. I guess you want to promote to, for all of our plugins. audience right now or any plugins or anything uh, like that? No, dude, you know what, man? No, I, the only thing I can say is that if anybody watches this and they actually make a slight difference to their lives in some way or they picked up something new, I want them to comment below. That's it. You know, because I see that. Sure. If I see somebody comment below and, and leave me and just basically write how something they know or they picked up or what they've used in their life has made a difference to them if they've done that that is sick yeah. because man if, if if nobody if somebody listens to this and gets a piece of information that i've helped them in some way to propel them forward we're winning yeah we are winning we're yeah. winning yeah. so deep that for me that's what it's about i don't give a fine fuck if somebody sends you five bucks for super thanks i don't care yeah. that yeah. means absolutely nothing but if they take a piece of information that they've learned from something today or contacts me about something that they're going to do in the future and i can help them some way can't spend too much time but if i can't help them some way that's what i do these things for man so yeah. really appreciate Love you guys it. having me on yeah no i appreciate no, that and you have a question david you want to you want to yeah, come bro. yo come load me up, baby load me up yo sit in the middle bro yeah, sit in the middle <laughs> you can sit on my lap too if you like <laughs> yeah go go shoot oh shoot, ricky shoot, went shoot, to shoot, the washroom so i was the um so just one last tidbit really yeah, yeah. for the guests there is yeah. just like it's something that um i'm sure a lot of people struggle with but like okay. when they're on their grind in that entrepreneurial okay. spirit yeah um how do you not beat yourself up when you're having those moments of downtime where you need those creative moments? Like, yeah, what's a kind of a piece to get over those humps. I, th I think you just have to brainwash yourself that you are winning. Yeah. Like, I think, yeah, I think that it's not the fake that you're making, but I think you have to either brainwash yourselves with other people that believe it like you. Uh, you it, I always tell these to the guys, especially the guys that take the time to invest money with me or time with me. I say it's not a matter of like if you're going to win. 
it's mm. when you're going to timing right and i think that that's the important piece because i've got into a business and many businesses in my life that i've spent so much time and effort but it was just the wrong time to do it mm. and they failed and then three years later somebody does exactly the same thing i did and then wins mm. so it's like how do you know it's going to win nobody knows right. nobody knows. so when somebody says oh for sure bitcoin's going to be 45000 next year i'm like relax if somebody says man the real estate market's a great investment like it's always winning the most Typical Canadian thing for any donkey to say is invest in real estate. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a great investment. And I'm like, yo, chill Relax. out, bro. Yeah. Because if everybody thought that way, they're losing, you know? So I think that person, when they're, when they're down, which happens to me as well. I'm not always winning all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, as I said, I've lost, like, in the last 12 months, I've lost 250 grand on bad deals. Right. 250 grand, a lot of money. I could put 250 grand, had something winning. But I just keep going, bro. You mm-hmm. just keep going. What are you going to cry about? Your mom ain't going to pick you up. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Right? You know what I mean? She, she, we left the womb, man. Well, this, is, this is it. Like, we got to grow up and be Speak men, your right? Truth. If you're If you're worried about, not you, but if, you're, if, 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 if dudes are worried about, like, losing masculinity, not being as strong, worried about, like, not winning or being that strong guy, well, take the loss. Take the loss, man. Stand up for him. If you're willing to lose money on a business, something you do fails. If you think you lose a relationship that's going to kill you, no. No, man. No, no, no. You got to stand your own two feet. So that's what keeps me kind of grounded to know that like, man, like, and I want everybody to win. Like, that's what that drives me. I want everybody to win. And the more you want people to win around you, the more you will win. That's the key. Mentor mentality, right? Yeah, you will. Mentor mentality. You will. Yeah, man, you will. You will lose, bro. Mm -hmm. You will lose. Lose. You're losing right now. You're not making any money. You are yeah. losing right now. It's a grind. This is a grind. It, a but grind. Like, you are lying. You're spending your Wednesday night here in a cold dungeon. But we're listening to you, though. You told us your time is worth money. So are yes. you really losing? You're losing from a financial perspective, right? And generally, when you're in your grind and you're entrepreneurial, you're thinking it's money related. You're not thinking you're saving the world here. Mm. You're thinking, I got to do this and make money at some point. I got Union Gas that's doubled in prices. I've got London Hydro if you pay hydro. I've got, I've got fucking... Property tax. I, dude, yeah, no, everything. I got fucking like... I got the fucking under armpit <laughs> deodorant that costs $10 at the fucking store. I need to pay my bills. So I get it. I totally get it. That's why for me, for a long time in my life, I had a full-time job. And that full-time yeah. job paid my bills. And then every other, every other second outside of that, or while I was in it, I tried to double down and have businesses. So that's a very important piece. I think if you're solo on an island and you have all these bills coming that are basically taking part of your body away from you, just like a female can, right? They come in your life, you're all in love, they ask you all these questions, they basically basically corner you in the corner to basically do what they want you to do. To be honest, if we're being honest, that's what happens. It works well sometimes. It does, and sometimes you're like, cool, I'll do it all. But at some point, you have to hold yourself together, and you have to look yourself in the mirror and do that, right? So I think to wrap this up, I think, man, it's just, you just gotta be yourself, you gotta take the hit, you gotta take the losses, you are the only person that's gonna stand in front of the mirror. It's all the cliche shit that you have always heard. Like, we all hear this information. Mm-hmm. We all hear it. Like, everything I've said today, something has some, somebody said it on the internet. But when you are fucking in the loneliest, fucking most shittiest part of your time, just remember, man, that time is there to help you serve for the times that you win because you never wanna go back there again. Right? right? You'll yeah. eat that shit up and you'll be like, man, this tastes so bad, I don't wanna eat this again. I hated it. My oh shit, my fucking like I whatever whatever it is, man. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't like as again. I got I got split up about a year and a half ago, and for like two months I was like, man, like I'm useless. I'm not doing anything with my life. And then I realized, holy fuck, I'm the asset. Like yeah. I'm the one that brought this. I'm shit. the prize. I'm the fucking winner. You're like like I'm the, like I mean she was great too. She was a winner herself. But mm-hmm. I'm also a motherfucking winner. Mm-hmm. And then we start realizing, holy shit, like look what I've accomplished. I killed it. 
right? You like we don't always remember how great we have made it. Mm-hmm. No matter how small or how big, we are better today than we were two years ago. Hundred percent. Yeah. All of us in this room, man. You know, even Brandon. With his, with, his, with his audio engineering he's skills right there. On, he's putting you on, boy. He is killing it. You know what I mean? He's a silent killer. Right? He's going to take this podcast and put it all together and make us sexy. Hey, right? this, this guy too you know? right here. And, yeah, editing, editor. right? You know this I mean? is the editor editing, right here. Yeah. So when you put this together, you can laugh about this part. You know what I mean? You might do boring podcasts. And you've got to be honest with the guys. If the podcast is shit, or he's going on rambling too much. You gotta cut his piece out. Mm-hmm. Oh, Coca hears it all the time. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, trust me. Yeah, if he's, ra- if he's I never rambling, get cut though. Because the problem is, man, <laughs> it, the problem is, is that you guys work as a unit. Mm-hmm. And if 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 it's dragged out and it's all funny and shit, are those the people you want to watch your stuff? Maybe, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Right. So sometimes when it's too much, there's too much like empty filter. Just chop it out. It doesn't have to be a one take. Mm-hmm. Maybe this one could be a one take. But maybe not all your guests are one takers. Right. So you got to chop it up and you got to be real with the guys. And that's how you got to grow. You know what I mean? Because okay. if you're not winning, man, you're losing. Right. <laughs> For fair, sure. Fair, yeah. So <laughs> right. I guess, um, well, folks, you want to wrap this up? Well, how about this? You know yeah, what? You're me, sitting baby. there. Like normally I close it out. I'll say peace, but you close it out for once. Yeah, what do you think? All right, everyone. So uh, if you made it this far, like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, we'll have Mike's socials here up on the screen down in the, the description. And uh, thank you all for watching. And guess what? If you made it this far, Follow Mike, but yeah, if you made peace. this far, yeah, that, peace. <laughs> peace. Yeah, yeah, if you made this far, you know, here we are, here we are. Thank you, boys, for having me.